Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hold on, no good trap, sons and traps. Trap, sons and trap, don't sons and trap. Alright, so we got the, the man, the myth, the legend, one of the best fighters. He, he just he already left? Oh. Alright, one of the best fighters I've ever met. Colby Covington, how are you? I'm doing good, Adam. How you doing, brother? What, where's the how, volume? Can't hear him. Can't hear him. Volume. Help. Somebody help. One second. Colby, no big deal. This is just Better Box Studios. All right. Good. Colby. What's up, buddy? There What's you up, go. man? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good to see you. Uh, how are you feeling? How's, what's life been like since, since, since that, that, that epic fight? I'm feeling great. I've never been better. Uh, you know, I'm back to training now at America Top Team, so I'm feeling good. I'm working on the skills, getting better every single day. And, you know, life's changed a lot. You know, I, I have a lot more freedoms now, and I can do a lot more in my life. So, you know, life's good. You know, just like every American, you know, we're working hard, and we're earning it every day. So, wait, so you're, you're still an American Top Team, or you're out of there? No, no, I'm still an American Top Team, man. Why would you ever say that? Dan Lambert, my good friend <laughs> and manager... I would never leave Dan Lambert. He's done so much for me. And come on, I'm the first guy that's truly went through ATT. Like, I'm not like the other fighters where they come from other gyms and they come to ATT because what we offer is great things. I started at American Top Team. Of course. Hey, Kobe, can we get your volume up? Is it down? I'm going to try the headphones. Okay. I think yours is. How do we get. Can you hear me better up? now? Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear him perfectly. Mayhem, come here. Kobe's on the phone. Already? Yeah, already. You're 45 minutes late, fucker. <laughs> already. So we got the, the Mayhem Miller. We got the legend, Colby Covington. Can't even hear this damn thing. Uh, what the hell? All right, all right. So we got this ready. We've only had two hours to prepare for this. Yes. All right, here we go. Uh, now, Colby, I was at that fight. It was one of the best fights I've ever seen live. It was, I mean, it was, it was a great, great fight. Um, how are you feeling about the fight, and what would you have done differently if you could do it all over again? Everybody knows that was a fake fight. You know, it was, it was, it was a fake ref. That ref is a fucking coward, Mark Goddard. He's trying to play the victim. Oh, look at me, I'm the victim. Oh, dude, you're the one that fucked up all the calls. You, you had two momentum changes in the fight. I kicked Marty in the, in the liver, and he's about to quit in the fight. And all of a sudden, oh, give him a five-minute life raft. Give him a timeout so he can recover, catch his win, and then he'll be better. And then the fake eye poke, he's selling the other eye when he barely got the other eye poked, and he's selling the other eye on camera. Adam, this is, this is like Hollywood. All this stuff's going to get on camera. People, the world is going to see this. So only you are going to look like the dumbass and fake newsman that you are. And then, of course, the stoppage was bullshit, Adam. I was completely in the fight. We fight to the death. That's what I signed up to, to fight to the death, and they didn't give me that opportunity. They robbed me. 
fucking Mark Goddard's a fucking idiot. He should never fucking ref a fight ever again in his entire life. And the fact that he's playing victim, oh, I'm getting death threats. Yeah, because you're a shitty fucking ref. Go fucking stay in wherever the fuck you're from across the pond and never come to America again, you fucking bitch. <laughs> now, <laughs> dropping the hammer. Now, I, I like had the, you up three rounds to one. The truth. I honestly, go, going to the fifth, I had you up 3-1, three, three, honestly. Same, and I think same. a lot of people around me had that score. Um, if that fight doesn't get stopped, I mean, you were pretty rocked, though. You, I mean, th is that the most hurt that you've ever been hurt? What? You, you, I, dude, I was bare I was not rocked at all, Adam. I was on a double leg, chilling, intelligently <laughs> defending myself. I was completely coherent. I was not rocked. I don't know what you I mean, you didn't fall. You didn't fall down, though. No. Okay. Yeah, he clipped me. I fell down. But what big deal? I, I, I'm a professional fighter. Everybody, you could get your bell rung a little bit and still be completely fine. You know, that's not a big deal. Huh? You know, that's what the warrior spirit is. That's the American way. You know, like let our troops. If you're in war, if a guy gets shot in the kneecap or shot in the knee. Oh, maybe he falls to the ground. That doesn't mean he's dead. You got to kill him. And that's what ultimate fighting is about. No, we're not playing not, basketball. No, but it's, but we're not, not playing fight. for points, Adam. Adam, we ain't playing for points, bro. We're playing for fucking consciousness. And he didn't remove my consciousness. I was completely fine. I was coherent, intelligently defending myself. It was a fake fight, fake stoppage, fake rife. I want my fucking rematch. Now, there were, there were some shots in the back of the head. You're absolutely right. Uh, what do you think? That's what I'm saying. Dude. Okay, Adam, objectively look at this fight. Like, all the people that hate me, take your emotions, your feelings out of it. Like, analyze this fight. Go look at the fight. Look at the stoppages. Look at the, look at the you know, the, the momentum change. And then go look at the end of the fight, Adam. Go look at those. No. It's four shots directly to the back of my head. Yeah. It's right in front of Mark Goddard's face. Mark's looking over my back. He's hovering over me, looking right there. Four backs to the back of my head, and he doesn't even call them. And then he calls a stoppage, and I'm and I even was defending myself. But how? Look at the the completely different way he's repping the fight. He calls fouls that aren't there from Marty, but when there's fouls there right in front of, him, he oh. what, what what happened? We, you know what? It, he was just spitting oh, there too much is. truth. He's, oh, back. he's back. He's back. Now, what do you think would have happened had they let the fight go on the last minute and a half? There, there was only 50 seconds left. 50 seconds. What do you think would have happened? I would have got to my feet. I, I was completely recovered. Obviously, when you see that Mark Goddard stops the fight, I stand right up and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? I'm completely fine. I'm walking around completely fine. I'm a fucking fighter. This is what I do for a living. I love to fight. I was not out of the fight. I signed up on my UFC agreement. We had a, we had a talk backstage with Mark Goddard. Hey, don't stop this fight unless I'm completely unconscious. That's what I signed up for. That's what I want. That's what war is. So yeah, this but, war isn't over. But those, aren't the, isn't but, over, but those aren't the UFC rules, though. I mean, people say if a, if a guy's really hurt, they stop it. You know they're not going like, to fight to the death. That's not going to happen. Really hurt. Really hurt. I wasn't even really hurt. I'm, I'm, not, saying you were, but I'm, saying, I'm not saying you were, but I'm saying the rules are they're not going to let you fight to the death. This is not a fight to the death. You know that. Okay, okay well, it's a, a fight to the unconsciousness. Everybody no. knows that. That's what fighting is. Yeah. But what do you think um, you could have done a little better? Because sometimes, like, I'll be coaching wrestling, and a kid will get screwed on, on, on points, or well, a point or two. And I'll say, yeah, but you shouldn't have let it happen be so close, right? So what do you think you should have done so that it doesn't even hit the fifth round? Like, to kind of stop Usman earlier. Well, you know, the thing is, is if you go back and watch that fight, and uh, you see what happened in the first four rounds. I was beating him for 24 minutes. They saved him. They gave him a life raft. You know, they wanted him to, you know, beat me. Everybody hates me. I'm the bad guy. Oh, everybody hates Kobe because he supports Trump, you know, which is another guy, Trump. You know, he has the deck stacked against him and he's still winning. 
And that's what I'm going to do. Adam Hayes, stack the deck against me. I had to fight two guys that night. I didn't just fight Marty Fake Newsman. I fought Mark Goddard as well. So, you know, the deck stacked against me, and I didn't have a fair shake. I want a fair shake next time, and it's going to be a completely fucking different outcome. Man, I, I mean, what? I feel like he thinks these liberal elites are judging the fights wrong, <laughs> and I, I feel yeah, like right. he has a point. He might have a point here. I don't. I mean, I feel like it's socialist refing. I mean, Herb Dean let Ben Askren get like completely blown out by uh, Robbie Lawler and let that fight go on. I mean, he was a lot more hurt than, than Kobe was. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I agree. I, I, I was kind of, I felt a little bit let down by by that stoppage. I felt like it, they should have let you continue fight to the death. I'm on the same side as you are, fight to the death. But at the same time, it is the, the referee's job to protect if he sees, if he feels that, you know, it's a blurry line there, you know. And, and if he feels that you know, you're taking unanswered shots. He has the authority to step in. Uh, I can see why you're angry about it, obviously. And I, what I was thinking was, was that the strategy that went in? I felt like you did. You were on the end of uh, some bad calls. But was that the strategy going in? I mean, did did the game plan go as according? I mean, you're an all-American wrestler. How can you didn't shoot any takedowns? Because, you know, I was beating him up in the stand-up. I didn't feel like I needed to. I was rocking him every round. Like, I wobbled him on his feet multiple times. Yeah, he didn't hit the ground, but he was still shook and his legs were wobbly, you know. And, and uh, you know, I was winning the striking exchanges. I felt like I easily won rounds one, two, and four. I was up three rounds to one, and even one judge had me up three rounds to one. So, you know, I didn't feel like I had to wrestle. If we, if we fought again, I, I might implement more wrestling just to get the scrambles going, get his blood filled up in his arms a little bit more. So, you know, he... He has that lactic acid threshold in his arms, and he, you know, it's going to take away some of his power and speed. But he'll probably look for another right for athlete and get a little break again, and get into five-minute break, and you know, cheat again because he's a cheater and he's a fake actor. But you know, it's just it's sad, Adam. If there's not a rematch, man, if this doesn't warrant a rematch, man, there'll be a rematch. Man, there'll they, be a, they have to be a rematch. I mean, you guys are you guys were so close. It was such a close fight. It was the best fight I've yeah. seen in a long time. I was I was up there with with, with to me it was up there with uh, Rory McDonald versus Robbie Lawler live mm -hmm. at least because it was it was a war. Um, were you surprised that you were he, he was able to kind of not go out because you did rock him a bunch of times? Were you surprised by his uh, chin? Yeah, I was surprised by his chin. You know, I caught him a couple of times and he was able to stay in there good. You know, definitely, you know, taking that break in the second round when I had wobbled him in the second round and then I kicked him with uh, a big liver kick. You know, that momentum change was huge. He got five minutes to recover. And then also with the eye poke, the reason he was selling that eye poke is right before that, if you go watch the video, I head kicked him and he was wobbling. He was on, you know, he was on Daisy Street. So, you know, those five minutes, those 10 minutes of recovering in a 25-minute world championship fight was huge. And that's what played into the outcome. You know, it would have been a completely different outcome if he didn't get those momentum change. And honestly, go look at the tape. I just want people to go look at the tape. Go watch the whole entire fight. Go watch the end of the fight. I'm intelligently defending myself. He's hitting me straight to the back of the head, and they're not even bothering me. The little baby hits because it's 24 minutes into a world title fight. And the fact that Mark Goddard calls that a stoppage, guy's a fucking joke. And then look, look at the next week, Adam. What happened with Frankie Edgar? He lets Frankie Edgar die the next week. So where's the consistencies in the call? He's calling it way too quick on me, and then he's letting Frankie let Edgar, a legend, die in the octagon. No, a lot of guys uh, agree with you. I mean, Chris Weidman said early stoppage. Aljamain Sterling said early stoppage. A lot of guys were on your team as far as, far as that goes. Um, now, 
you after the fight you ran out of the uh, out of the octagon. You just you, you like took off, which was I actually in a way wanted. I mean, I wanted to hear what you had to say, even win or lose, because you're always very entertaining in the octagon. But w now, d did you break your jaw, or was that complete nonsense? No, that's complete nonsense. You know, and and speaking of that, I'm glad that you brought that up. You know, yeah, I, di I didn't break my jaw. I'm not a doctor. I'm a UFC fighter, and I'm the best fighter in the world. So I'm sorry. If if I'm in my corner and I'm saying I broke my jaw because it was a little maybe sore, but I'm not a doctor. I'm a UFC fighter. It's hard to manage being both things. You know, I'm a businessman, entrepreneur, all these other things. But let's talk about the corner audio, Adam. Another illegal thing where they stacked the deck against me. I'm supposed to be inside a vacuum bag with my corner, Conan Silvera, and they're releasing the corner audio all over social media. So he's getting that back to his corner. He's getting this knowledge. Hey, Colby said he's broken his jaw. I mean, that's come, that, that sways everything. Wow. Like, look at all the cheating going on with the signal calling, the signal stealing with the Astros right now in MLB. Look at all the, the deflate gate with the Patriots in the NFL. All the, all the cheating going on in sports, that's another cheat. Like, I'm not supposed to, they're not supposed to be able to get up my corner knowledge and know our strategy and what we're talking about. Like, that's completely unfair. And, and, and I don't know if that goes to the NSAC or I don't know who that goes to or, or who releases that, those tapes and that footage. But that's not fair to give live, you know, tells of my corner and what we're talking about. That's crazy. Mayhem? I mean, there's no such thing as a fair fight. You know what I mean? And you've been playing the bad guy for so long that you, you kind of have to expect that Dak's going to get stacked against you. They want the good guy to win, right? I mean, the— Yeah, but Colby he, sells more tickets. Yeah, I agree. I totally—and I think he's going to continue to sell more tickets no, no matter what he does and no matter who he fights next. So he's kind of put himself in a great position. But I can understand where you're coming from. But, I mean, don't you think that— you were always headed to this place where if you're going to play the bad guy and you're going to be the heel, that everybody is going to kind of want you to lose and you're going to have to do so much more to get your win. What do you think? Is yeah. that what happened with you? Definitely. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. right, man. I mean, you make a very good point. Mayhem's convinced you know, that they poisoned him for a fight. <laughs> Dude, Definitely. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. You now, know, now, now, that night, uh, are you... After you lose, are you in your hotel room pacing back and forth, pissed off, or are you having threesomes with porn stars? <laughs> you know, of I'm in Las Vegas, and, you know, the Trump family took very good care of me. They treated me first class just like they treat America with first class. You know, they gave me that first class treatment at the Trump Hotel. Of oh, course, yeah. I had to have a couple of my mamacitas come over and give me a little back rub afterwards. <laughs> You know, throw back some cold ones, enjoy Las Vegas, and make Vegas great again, Adam. Right. Okay, so you did. So that night you actually had sex with lots of promiscuous yeah. women? Were those girls legal immigrants? <laughs> <laughs> of course they were legal, man. You know, I'm all about legal, but illegal, that's, you know, it's, it's illegal. So. Now, now, how do you think the fight, that, that was, being that you fought Usman and you trained with, uh, with uh, Masvidal, and they're supposed to fight... July 4th weekend in Vegas or, or that fight weekend. How do you think that fight goes? You know, it's funny you bring up journeyman George Masvidal, <laughs> a.k.a. the Street Judas. He tries to call himself Street Jesus, but really he's Street <laughs> Judas. You know, the, the guy's, you know, he's not deserving of a title shot, Adam. The guy's a bum. He's, a, he's got 15 losses on his record. He's a 50-50 he's a broken, mediocre fighter. That's what his BMF he, he, he knocked out for, ben broken, Askren. mediocre fighter. He knocked out Ben Askren. Ben Who's Askren? Ben Askren? Ben Askren? Ben Askren? <laughs> the guy who was about... beating up all these Asians at bingo halls? 
He beat up a bunch of amateurs in Asia on the bingo halls. Who gives a fuck about Ben Askren? Who he beat, even is he that? beat he beat Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is a tough guy. Who's that? Nate, oh yeah, how many how many losses does he have on his record? Fifteen losses. He's, what's his record in the last five to ten years? Fifty fifty at best. I right, think he so, has a losing record, to be honest. So who do you think wins that fight, fuck it. He's a California soy boy. He's dropping <laughs> soy boy bombs. He ain't ready for MAGA bombs. Now, who do you think wins that fight, though, between Masvidal and... Uh, Usman? Usman. fight, Adam. What? I'm, I'm sure of it. They're not going to fight. Mm. Journeyman George Masvidal does not want to fight me or Marty Fake Newsman because he knows he can't wrestle. He'll get exposed. He's not... He's not a well-diverse fighter, you know? He's one-dimensional. And if he fights me or Marty Fake News, he'll lose. So he's going to sit out, and he's going to try and overplay his hand and hope that he gets the Conor, Conman, McGregor fight. And he's not going to get that fight, and he's going to be sitting on the sidelines while I win my welterweight title this July, International Fight Week. Colby Chaos Covington, top of the marquee, versus Marty Fake Newsman 2, the rematch. There's a sequel to trilogies in this, Adam. We ain't finished yet. Hey, There's look, one I... little battle. But the war is the fucking con. Look, I know, you're, I know you're all fired up about Usman, but, that, like, what do you think? You just mentioned Conor McGregor. Like, what do you think about that, bro? He that called you be... out. McGregor called you out. Yeah, well, that could be a big money fight. Who gives a fuck about a title when you can make that big money and arguably fight maybe not like a better matchup for you didn't you just see the, the all the leaked videos of con, con man mcgregor the other day in bed with some crack whore who had like all his teeth missing oh my dude God. the dude's not even gonna make it to the octagon again he's gonna end up locked up behind bars <laughs> so how do you be think honest con man mcgregor couldn't even knock that 50 year old old dude off the bar stool How's he gonna fuck with raw American steel and twist his sex appeal? Wow, but he did call you out. But also, Michael Chiesa called you out. Are you gonna respond to that? Who is she? <laughs> no, Michael Chiesa. He's a, he Who? won the Ultimate Fighter. He's a he's a he's a great fighter. He just he just beat a Rafael dos Anjos. He's a tough tough guy. Yeah, no, you're not Never even gonna heard respond. Of her. <laughs> All right, Michael Chiesa. I mean, I get yeah. a lot. I, I I get a lot of groupie girls that that sweat me and are DMing me on my Instagram, but. I can't keep track of them all, Adam. Now, how did now listen? Uh, how did you feel about they made it very racial uh, after your, your fight? I never saw more people tweeting about the fight. They were, they were calling you an alt right guy or uh, Nigerian immigrant knocks out all you know Trump supporter alt right. Did that get to you at all? Nah, not at all. You know, I mean, you got freaking Fifty Cent out there, you know, talking all this shit. He's just an internet troll these days. You know, he doesn't really want to step up to the play. I was proposing to fight 50 Cent, one hand tied behind my back, a million dollars for charity, Adam. And he don't want to fight. He's a little bitch. Why, but why troll. have one hand? I mean, shit. 50 Cent used to box. He's, he's a lot heavier than you. Uh, why Why not you? Hey, we don't, we don't, I only need one hand against that, that little schlob. Let's be honest. He got shot nine times, Adam. If he got shot one time by Colby Covington, he wouldn't get back up. But don't you think you should use both hands to fight 50 Cent? I don't hey no weight class it does I only need one hand he can pick the hand I promise you it's only gonna take one hand I'll jab him up and and eat his body alive and finish him Mayhem, how do you think about, how do you think the fight goes bro I got money on Kobe on that one I already with, told you with when, one hand you yes with one hand when you brought this up already a long time ago I said Kobe's gonna handle it one-handed he might he might put both hands and just do it with his now, now there were some celebrities coming at you too though like Steve-o Steve oh, let's talk about Rosie. O what about Rosie O'Donnell? And Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. 
Rosie, wait, come on. You're wait, losing. Wait, wait, wait. You're losing. Hey, wait, wait, mayhem. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell is losing eight, ten rounds to obesity, and she wants to talk about me. She's losing eight, ten rounds to obesity. She wants to talk about a world champion fighter. What's she ever beaten? I'm not talking about her Hollywood little spouses that she's beaten. I'm talking about real actual fights. What the fuck have you beat, Rosie? You can't Lots even beat obesity, you fat slob, fat pig. Yeah, so Rosie was talking about you. Um, Steve-O was talking about you. Michael Rappaport. Uh, did it, Michael, Michael, Whatever. <laughs> did any of this, Michael Rappaport, he, he goes, the fat, he goes, imagine being a fake MAGA guy thinking you'll make money. You sold your soul. You'll never be invited to the White House. That he was, but he was already invited to the White House. He's he already there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See so, how fake news these stars are? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. They but, make but, fake, hey, they're in their feelings and they make fake narratives. That's all it is. But a lot of guys support you. I mean, uh, the the uh, Rock said respect to both men. Great fight. Um, Leon Edwards said that he's now going to be the champion based on that fight. So how, how do you think how do you think Leon versus Woodley goes? Uh, who Leon Scott? Did you say Leon? <laughs> Leon Scott? Edwards is fighting uh, Tyron Woodley. Leon. Yeah, I've never he, heard Leon, <laughs> Leon Scott has a fight. Leon Scott, yes. Now uh, a week later, you were hanging out with Little Pump. At the basketball game, uh, what was that like? That was a really good experience. I can't lie. Little Pump's a good dude. We're gonna shoot actually a little music video soon. So, you know, he's got chicks. I got chicks. We're gonna bring the chicks together, and we're gonna have a great time. So, nice. you know, all the people that were saying that I've been in hiding, what are you talking about? I was front row on the courtside seats of the Miami Heat game with Little Pump like four days after my fight. So I'm not hiding. I have nowhere. Yes. To, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, Adam. No, I, oh, look, man. I believe it. And you got a half a million dollars, and I think you're st- even though you lost the fight, I feel like your stock rose. I think people were, expe- think people were expecting you to get steamrolled, and it was a re- you were one minute away from being the champion. And if that ref hadn't done that, I had you winning. I had you winning the fight. Even if you would have lost that round, I, he still would have won three rounds to two, in my mind. The judges had it differently, but I was there. And you know what's funny is that a lot of people had your back. It was a big yeah. Usman, and then all of a sudden the lights went down, and you heard, Colby, Colby. Like, people were really starting to – you had a lot of support there. Um, a lot of people do like what you're doing. Um, and I thought you fought great. I just I was a little curious as to why you didn't shoot a takedown. He's got great wrestling, too. But I think that you're wrestling. But no, he was out. right though. He he was doing a good job of dictating the pace with the stand up. He was scoring his shots, getting out of the way of most of his shots. The only thing that happened is that as both men got tired, he got tagged with the that shot late in the what was it fourth fifth round? Fifth round? Yeah. yeah, yeah, hit with that shot, wobbled him, and then he went for a double leg. Yeah, and I mean what he's saying is accurate. I see why they stopped it. I you know like I said, being the bad guy has his ups and downs. You can get in the guy's head, but you also get in the referee's head. You also get in the judge's head. You also get in everyone. There's no such thing as a fair fight. And everybody kind of was against you. And the only way to really cemented it was to put him away. So, you know, I guess that's something to think for the rematch. No, know? I know that you said you were going to hit Dana with the belt afterwards. Uh, if you try to put it around. Did Dana say anything after the fight? Like, great fight? Uh, yeah, he, you know, he said great fight. You know, he, he's fine. He's fine in my book. We're cool now. So, you know, it is what it is. So you and Dana are cool. You and Rogan are cool. Um, yeah. did, did, did Misha Tate come up to you and, like, you guys make up? You and Misha? Nah, she's, she's still a shill for that other company in Asia. So who gives a shit about her? You know, the only reason she's famous is because she put all those leaked internet photos, <laughs> supposed leaked, 
but we all know that they weren't leaked. She put that up there to get publicity and notoriety. So she's just one of the fakest people I know, Mayhem. Like, she was selling fights off drama with Ronda, and then she wants to talk shit about me for selling fights with drama. It's just like the girl is such a hypocrite and two-faced, and she makes no sense. Now, uh, Ali Abdulaziz said he has you have his respect. Seems like he's been extending an olive branch. Are, 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 you, are you buying it, or you think this is a, some kind of a ruse? I'm not buying it. And, you know, I'm, I never buy anything that Ali Abdel Asliz sells. <laughs> so, you don't want to support my terrorism. Rematch. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to support FBI informants and and oh, uh, Muslim group. You know, he's, I'm he's getting. Look, I, I'm glad you said that because I'm getting more and more like information. I never heard anything about this guy until oh, I come you on were, MMA roast for a while. Yeah, I was. I was down for a while. Nobody talks about. You were doing. You, you were doing terrorists. time for him. I think yeah, he like snitched maybe, you out. Maybe he did <laughs> snitch me out. But but yeah. But now that I hear more and more about this, I'm worried about. I'm worried about the sport of MMA in general. It's it's crazy what's going on. Right right now yeah. in sport. Um, so now, was Mike Brown and Mako and the guys at ATT, they must have been proud of you. Uh, the first name, I don't know who, you know, I don't work with that guy. You know, I work with Steve Mako. He's proud of me. You know, we work hard and we're still working hard. We're putting in the work every day in the wrestling room. Conan Silvera, he does a great, great job at American Top Team getting me ready. My head coach, you know, we're working on a lot of new things and, and we're growing and evolving every day. So you haven't seen the best of me yet. And then, you know, my striking coach, Gabriel Oliveira, and then also Anderson uh, Fra- Francis, or Anderson Carmont, or no, Anderson, uh, I don't know, Anderson, he's a, he's a really good kickboxing coach from Brazil, and, and uh, you know, we're putting in good work just under, you know, Dan Lambert's tutelage at American Top Team, and, you know, we're now, just getting there's started another guy there. who's like a big rebel that you've been training with is Pat Downey. This guy is like, he was like, a world champion wrestler who got like kicked off a bunch of teams for some crazy stuff going on. And he's got the long mullet. He's the monster of a guy and you're training with him. What's that like? Yeah, that's been fun. You know, he's, <laughs> he's a tough kid. You know, he's got, he could have a bright future. You know, he's got bricks for hands. If he wanted to get into fighting, you know, I think if he learned how to throw those hands, he could be very dangerous. And, uh, you know, his wrestling is, is very high level. The guy's got throws from nowhere. You know, he's throwing guys for five, where you shouldn't be throwing guys for five. So he's a tough kid, and I hope he ends up in American Top Team fighting. Right. Now, uh, Paige Van Zandt's boyfriend said you beat him, her husband, in college, you and Austin, but he wants a rematch. So, uh, no, I'm kidding. He happens to be a nice guy. He, he says he's a big fan of yours, by the way. Austin Vanderford. Uh, now, did, did uh, Chael Sonnen used to coach you? Yeah, he did, man. He when I was like seven, eight years old, I used to wrestle in a mat club and we'd go travel to his mat club and I'd see him at local uh, little community wrestling tournaments for the kids clubs. And man, he was always around and I just, you know, he'd always help everybody that wanted help. And he was just such a good guy. Like I remember he'd always give me advice and, and coach me and always be like, give an extending hand. Hey, if you want to come train in Portland with me, you can always come train with me. So man, me and Chael go way back, man. That's Uncle Chael. Now, I heard sometimes, like, he, like, calls you and, like, you guys discuss strategies for how to, like, right? No? What? Yeah. <laughs> we discuss a lot of things, you know? He's, he's a very smart and intelligent guy. And, you know, we discuss business and uh, entertainment and, uh, you know, just what, how to sell. Yeah. Now, it's, 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 now are you, after you're done with MMA, are you going to go into WWE? Is that something you, you'd want to do? 
Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. I think the transition to, to WWE from MMA is going to be pretty easy for me. I understand how to get on a mic. I understand promos. I understand a different side to it than most people understand. And let's be honest, the WWE numbers are down right now. Vincent, man, you need to call me. You need help over there. I can help you, man. My numbers don't lie. Look at the numbers, baby. Vincent, man, give me a call. <laughs> but how many fights you got left with the UFC, though, before you talk all that? You could be getting in some legal trouble like that. You know what I mean? You know who's training over there now? Tito Ortiz uh, at the WWE headquarters. Awesome. Tito Ortiz is there now. Things are getting weird. He was a big fan of yours, by the way. Tito Ortiz was really rooting for you. I got him some tickets front row with him and his girl for the fight. So that's my boy, Tito. You know, the Trump train. We on the Trump train together. We dropping <laughs> <Yeah>. Magadoms. <laughs> hilarious. So you're, now, are you going to accept any other fight other than Usman? No, I'm not going to accept any other fight except for Usman. So, I mean, unless they open up the checkbook and they make the fight worth offering, then, then I'm not going to accept any other fight. You know, I, I was done so dirty and I want to I'm telling you, Conor McGregor, bro, you and Conor, oh the God. promos alone, I think it just, you know, remember what, the, the Mayweather when they had just that publicity tour? Yeah. You could be doing that. You know what I mean? You could be getting paid like, you know, a thirty grand just to show up and talk. What shit did you think about him? the whole Connor Cowboy fight? I mean, Con Man McGregor doesn't want to fight a real welterweight like me. He wants to fight little midgets, and and that's all he's going to do: losing midgets. But what was your thought about the whole cowboy thing? Uh, how cow like the shoulder strike? Like, uh, you know talk the, about it. <laughs> I think I think Stephen A. Smith made a good point. I'm on Stephen A. Smith's side, you know. Oh. I think, hey, let's be honest. Stephen A. Smith is a real journalist. All these other journalists and MMA media, they're not even fucking journalists. They don't even have journalism degrees. They're fucking marks. They're marks for the sport who sit in their mom's basement and they're eating Cheetos like little fucking dorks and they want to talk about fucking MMA media. You don't do we have, have journalism degrees. Do we Stephen have any A. Smith Cheetos is a here? real fucking journalist. I mean, he did make a lot. He made a good point. He did. I mean, but but he, I think what he messed up when he said, I've gotten in more fights in the last week than Cowboy. <laughs> like, that's when he, I think, rub people the wrong way. When he says things like, hey. I can take a bigger punch, you're like, okay. <laughs> like, no, you can't. Like, come on, man. You know. No, you never know. Now, how do you not have Cowboy's a girlfriend? Cowboy's been hit a lot of times. How do you not have a girlfriend to settle you down, by the way? I mean, there must be women, those, these MAGA women with the, with the, with the you know, American flag bikinis. A good Christian women. girl. Yeah, sending you pictures. How is, how, why have you not settled down yet? Because I'm just too focused on my business and I'm too focused on my career. And, and girls slow you down, man. They just, 100%. they want your time. They want your energy. And they want, they want you distracted from, from what's the real prize and what you really want in life and your dreams and goals. And I'm not going to let any girl hold me back from my dreams and goals. So, you know, I want one girl for every day of the week. Hell yeah. By the way, you know who's a big fan of yours? Kayla Harrison. She, we, we had her on the podcast. She, she talks very highly of you. So just the so unicorn. you know. What, she's a unicorn? Yeah, what about you and Kayla? That would be some angry sex right there, right? right her and him and Kayla? Stop, no. That's, <laughs> that's my teammate. I don't, I don't mix business and pleasure. <laughs> who do you think? I don't know Third who sweeps bag. who. Who do you think sweeps who? Him, yeah. him, I don't know. I, I just want to see the underhooks. Yeah, that, exactly. The underhooks would be good. Um, yeah, so, by the way, also a big, big fan of yours won last week. Hector Lombard won his bare-knuckle boxing. He's now the world champion last week. Did, did you go to his fight? 
I wasn't able to make it, but you know, I was supporting and, and I'm really happy for Hector, man. He's another MAGA supporter and uh, you know, yeah. he, he's keeping America great and he, you know, we're addicted to winning. Some people are addicted to drugs, Adam. Some people are addicted to cheating on their wives, cheating on their taxes. We're addicted to winning. That's our drug of choice. Now, Usman said that you and Masvidal tag team girls. Uh, he said that in an interview recently, that you guys were sharing women. How does he know that, and what happened? And were, and were you sharing women? <laughs> Fucking I MMA mean, roasted I'm podcast. Not... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how he would know that. That's just so weird. That like, what, what was he in the room or something? Like, did he have video surveillance? Like, when we were at these parties or something? Like, that's just crazy, man. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak up, and I don't kiss and tell anymore, Adam. I'm a, I'm a real uh, professional and a true professional. But who busted? Who, who, who like busted first? Did you guys have a competitions? You and Masvidal? Was it like you and you and Street well, yeah, Jesus? There's, there's, no, Street Judas. There's a reason right. Street Judas hates me. It's because he can't last as long as me, Adam. Yeah. He's, he's not. He's not the. They don't call him the cardio king and the porn star cardio like they call me. So, you know, yeah, he's just a little jealous and bitter that I can last longer than, and I have better cardio. And frankly, that I'm just a better fucking fighter. So, okay, so that's where the the thing is. So, you guys would share girls. He would nut early, and then you would last, and he would get jealous, and that's why he's mad at you. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not claiming and 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 saying that we shared girls, and I'm not saying that's the reason he's mad. He's mad because I won the world title, and he's jealous that I won right. a world title, and he's a little bitch, and that he's got 15 losses on his record, and he, he can barely have a winning record in his last 10 fights. So he's just jealous of my success. Now, were you jealous when Jessica I was asking him? He, she was tweeting out, "Hey, you with the robe, what, come see me later." No, you weren't upset about. Who's that? I've never heard of that. Who is that? Forget it. Hey, forget it. Any, any, hey, dude, I'm I'm hanging out with Bang models and stuff. I'm sponsored by Bang. Thank you. Shout out to Bang Energy. We got I'm Bang out here. Hot, hot super. I'm hanging out with hot supermodels every day, Adam. You think I'm worried about some fucking five that's in women's MMA fighting? <laughs> She's not a five. I like Jessica. Hey, but, but let's be honest, man. There's not a girl that's attractive, you know, in women's MMA fighting. It's just, oh, there are plenty of girls that are attractive. What are you talking about? That, what about the Carolina? The, 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 Cold K Witch? Yeah, that one's a beautiful girl right there. Rachel Ostovich. I mean, yeah, but you got to look at the sample size, though. The sample size is is, is skewed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you go out in South Florida, the beach, or you go out oh, to, yeah. like, that's... one of these porn conventions, you know, you're going to see a lot assortment of just hot girls and, like, you're going All to porn conventions? Ho- <laughs> when do you go to porn I conventions? Been... <laughs> nah, I used to back in the day. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have your own booth? Was there like a booth? Like, <laughs> nah. Like... <laughs> I was just observing. I was just there with a friend observing, seeing what was going on. Of course. Of course seeing what they course. could, what could they possibly talk about at a porn convention? Like, what, what, what is they? this? Oh, this is how you... They were like giving like demonstrational videos, like this is how you need to eat the pussy, like <laughs> oh this my is God. how, you, this is how you do anal. We should go to those informational events. You know? <laughs> that yeah. sounds like a yeah, I need to do some research for science. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> now, what did you think of uh, Corey Anderson getting knocked out last week? I'll be I'll be totally honest with you, and I'm always I am honest. I didn't I haven't watched UFC since I fought because it's just it was wow. so rigged and it's just fucking so fucking bad man i can't i can't stand 
and wither my stomach to even come around to watch fighting right what now. What about it's, your former roommate, pathetic. John Jones? John Jones had a good fight. I mean, he a lot of people thought he lost Dominic Reyes. They gave him the win. Did you watch that fight? Like I said before, I haven't watched any fights since my fight. And, uh, you know, I heard about it. You know, people have been talking about it, saying there was corrupt judges. And, you know, I'm not surprised. I'm like, they're like, what, what was your reaction, Colby? I'm like, I'm not surprised, man. I know how the judges and, and reps and, and how the system can be, you know, and, and um, you know, why would they want their cash cow to lose? You know, that's a guy that's making money for him right now. So, of course, they're not going to let him win, lose on the judges' scorecards. Now, you accused um, Usman of taking EPO before the fight. Now, did you uh, – where did you hear that, and how did that start? So, I got a bunch of information uh, from, a, from secondhand from all his training partners. Like, I would heard from multiple training partners, and I'm not going to put them out there because I don't want them to be involved in this, and I'm not trying to throw them under the bus. But I just heard it from a lot of different people, and, and I think it's pretty obvious and mm -hmm. it's pretty clear – that the way I put him on the spot at the press conference, he wasn't even able to defend himself and he didn't even deny it. Like he just was like, yep. And you know, I know he's got good doctors and they're able to blood dope and they're, they're able to do a good job to get him clean when he needs to get clean. So it's unfortunate, you know, you can see the progression in his, clear, in his career. When he fought Emil Mick, he gassed out in three rounds and then he, he's going out there and torching Tyrone Tyquo Woodley for five rounds, five hard rounds. So. You took EPO, right, Mayhem? You took EPO in your life? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, how, how does that help you? Uh, I don't think it does. Uh, well, I think that um, the, the science behind it is it gives more white blood cells to you or something or get more oxygen yeah. in your blood, apparently. But, but you didn't notice the difference so, when, you, when you took it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think definitely, like, after my career was over, I tried to do that. And what it, and it makes you have so much extra blood that you could stroke out. So wow. it's very dangerous. It's like it's outlawed for a reason because it makes your blood – like so thick, viscous that you could just drop dead. But did you so notice your cardio yeah, was much better? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it definitely is illegal for a reason because it works. But I mean, it's funny that he called him out on it and he didn't <laughs> deny it. And it was like a strange moment that only Kobe can make. So uh, yeah, hats off for that. <laughs> that. That was wild. Well, you like, called out that. GSP, right? After that fight? Oh, yeah. Did GSP but, ever deny taking stuff? No. I mean, look, if. You're on the right side of things. You're kind of allowed to do whatever you want, mm -hmm. right? Exam for uh, yeah, like if you're if you're kilograms, if if like giant kilograms, um, yeah. yeah, it's if you're allowed to if you're the the marquee guy. Well, why are they gonna shut you down? Well, what's crazy about the John Jones thing is that you know his claim is that he. You know, didn't know what was in his system, and he doesn't need steroids, yada yada. Colby says that back when they were in college together, he was taking steroids back then. He bulked up to like 230 from like what 190 or something. So he's been doing this for a long time. And if you look at a lot of his fights since um, coming off, since allegedly being clean, they've been a lot closer. Yeah. Uh, his fight against Dominic Reyes. Oh yeah. His fight, his last fight, um, versus when. I guess before he was just running through people. Well, you could say that's that's age, or maybe the people that he's fighting has gotten better, or maybe the there's more tape out on you. Or I wouldn't Kobe. say it's age though, because he's still in his he's still in his prime, in his early 30s, 31, 32 years old. I think that you know back then MMA was different. There wasn't commissions, there wasn't uh, there wasn't systems where you know they had drug testing in place. So guys 
went out there and it wasn't a big deal to do steroids because that's kind of what they wanted. Do steroids, you know, let's let's put two guys in a cage that look like, you know, the Hulk and let them try and kill each other, you know, and, and they're trying to change that and clean it up. But, yeah, John has looked a lot different these days. You know, he, he's, he looks human. Back then he lo- used to look invincible. And I think that is, you know, the signs of, you know, he's, the doping's getting out of his system. But look at Lance, Lance Armstrong, a guy that did EPO, you know, like, uh, for Lance Armstrong, he was winning every Tour de France, and then as soon as he stopped doing the, the EPO, you know, he couldn't win anything, and, you know, his career went down the drain. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's got to feel good, though. I mean, Colby, from a guy that – I had you on the podcast after you were, like, UFC Fight Night China, and it was, like, your first fight ever, and I was like, this guy's got something special. And I had you on the podcast, and you were, like, this, like, sort of humble, nice guy, and then – but you were, like – I'm like, dude – we got to, you know, create a gimmick for you. I was sort of like leading you in that way. I mean, I was half You're taking serious. credit for his success. Not, no, 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 I'm oh, not. Wow. No, Classic he's taking Adam. success. But I'm saying you were a guy that no one even knew was on the map. The Jews okay? control the media. <laughs> to, go, to, go from, to go from that, to go from where you are now where – Literally, the president is tweeting about you, and uh, and calling you, and his kids are saying, "Hey, keep your head up." And you've sort of divided the country. Nice. I mean, you got to say, I mean, you have really made a name for yourself. Uh, Do you ever like step back and go, "Man, I was I was just some fucking college wrestler from from Oregon, you know, all American guy, and now I'm the most popular athlete in the country, or one of them." That's got to feel pretty good. Uh, you know, to be honest, Adam, I don't really think about those things. I'm not like most MMA fighters where I need to stroke my ego because all these fighters, you know, a street Judas, a Dustin Poirier, these guys that they need to stroke their ego, you know, and they need to tell them these, themselves these things to make them s- feel better about themselves. I don't need to do that. You know, I have a great life. You know, I got the president calling me before and after my last fight. You know, I got great support behind me with the Trump family, the first family. I got some great support with my agency, you know, Balanji Group. I got great support with the American top team and Dan Lambert. So, you know, I, I know I've came a long way, but it's hard work and earning it. I earn it like every other American earns it, you know, the blue collar way. Go out there and anything you want in life, manifest it, work hard for it, and never stop believing in your dreams. Yeah, amen to that. Now, what do you say as far as like, because I know, I know personally from what I see, uh, the way you went to interact with people that you're not racist i mean you every time i talk to you you're hanging out with king mo or this one or that one or being on it just seems Wait, like this one or that one no, what? no not this wow. one or that one. all right let's take that yeah. one out right. not this yeah. one or that yeah. one, that one I'm, out. I'm, I'm saying okay point is that you're not racist <laughs> that's not what i meant fuck you man why would right, so, hey why would you even bring up racist when why well, why does what that do you even have come to say discussion? Well, what do you have to say to people that, that are accu- what do you have to say to people that are accusing you of being racist I have to say that, that, you know, oh, I put on a hat that says four words that says make America great again, and that makes me racist. First off, I've never said one racist remark in my whole entire career, and I never would, you know. So how can you even say in the same sentence of when you're talking to me anything about racism when I've never said anything racist before? No, he's pointing out that a lot, and I think you defended yourself already, that by being uh, aligned with the Trump family, you – like a lot of people project that onto you. Now we're not calling you a racist. We're saying that a lot of people, yeah, that they they put paint you in that light. You're you're 100 right. And and you know what's funny about that? It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was talking with Candace Owens like before my fight. You know, I don't know if you guys know who Candace Owens is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 
but she was like, yeah, she was doing an interview and like they were calling her racist. And, yeah. and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm a black lady who supports Trump. How am I racist? Oh, you support Trump, you're racist. What are you talking about? Like, look at the double standard. I mean, the hypocrisy is just pathetic. And, and anybody will, will make up a fake narrative these days just to make you look bad. And, and that's what people are trying to do. They're just trying to make me look bad. They're, they're in their emotions and their feelings are hurt. And, and this isn't the emotion or feelings business. This is the fighting business. No, I hate that. I hate that when people start calling you racist online because I, like, want to defend you. But then I know if, when I defend you, I'm just going to get fucking tons of sh- It's like— So it's what? Like, I, I know. It's, Adam, it's annoying. Let me, yeah. let me tell you what being a Colby fan and being a Trump fan is like these days. It's like you have to be a closet fan. It's like being gay in the 50s or 60s. <laughs> you couldn't come out and say you're gay. It just it, it wouldn't slide. So you had you had a closet community of people that that believe in this certain way, and, and and times are changing. So you can come out. Don't be afraid to speak. No, your I'm mind, not Adam. afraid. But, but but here's what they say. Because I'll be like, he's not racist, and they go, well, he called Brazilians filthy animals, right? And then I go, uh, no, Brazil's not a race. Brazil's not a race, but but you but you can't call a whole group of people filthy animals. That's not. That's the definition of being prejudiced or, or, or bigot or just, <laughs> just you know, that, that, that's the problem. Oh. Like, oh, so it was, it was okay that they could tell me that they hope that I died and you will die and your mom's a fucking whore and I'm going to rape your mom after the fight and grab my American flag? You know how many people lost their life for that flag? I fight for the troops and the Trumps. And the, and the troops, they put their life on the line for that flag. That flag but they were saying that about you. They weren't the saying all white people are doing that. They just said you. So couldn't you have just said Whoa. that hey, guy's hey, a filthy Adam. animal, not all Brazilians? Like that, when you lump in all Brazilians, then, you, then that's when you get in trouble. You understand? Last time I, no, I don't understand because last time I checked, they used that, that quote in Home Alone and it wasn't racist. So why is it racist now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, filthy animal? You're filthy animal. Checkmate. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. But that's the only thing. I just wish you hadn't, like, but uh, it is. It is what it is. I think also there was, like, a playfulness that you were not, you were just calling filthy animals. You weren't, like, I, I'd much rather be called a filthy animal than saying I'm, I'm going to die or rape my mother. That's fucking, that's really personal. Versus, like, oh, you're a filthy animal, right? right? I think the cultural- Animals aren't even filthy, by the way. I, I mean, I have, I have, like, a really clean <laughs> pet, you know? Like, my cats are fucking licking each other all the time like they're very clean so okay <laughs> um, uh, enough about your cat i mean my friend, my friend is a pig the pigs are clean all right all right back in the back to you uh so you're killing the game you think you think you're gonna fight uh fight weekend in july i think so i think uh we had a good talk with the ufc last week my management group dan lambert uh the balance group that you know lloyd and those guys they had a good talk with uh the ufc and they want us to fight International Fight Week in July, and we'll just have to see how things go. You know, I think they hit a snag with the, the journeyman fight and the Marty Fake Newsman <laughs> fight, and someone wants more money than they're worth, and I think I'm going to slide right back in, and it makes sense. Man, give the people what they want. The people want this. The people were no. cheer. USA, USA, Kobe. Yeah, but Kobe. Usman's give from the, the USA also, but he's also American. That made no sense. He, Usman's he American, claims to too. Be from Niger- Exactly. He's from America. He grew up in America, but he claims to be from Nigeria. Oh, I was born in Nigeria. But I think Dude, he you were born in Dallas, Texas, bitch. You're a fake but- bitch. Stop fake acting. Stop fake nut shots. Stop fake eye pokes, fake stoppages. Let's run this back. This shit no, ain't no, over yet. No, but this shit you, ain't over. Right now you're, but, okay, yeah, but you're right, eye poke. The, okay, the time he, he poked you, were you faking it? But then you kind of fake something as well. <laughs> yeah, I've never faked anything in my life. He poked me straight up in the eye, and Mark Goddard said, all right, no more timeouts. You guys keep fighting. 
oh, so now you're acknowledging that you gave Marty Fake Newsman two fake timeouts before, and you're not going to give me a timeout when I legitimately got poked, but it's okay. I'm used to the death, the death being stacked against me. I'm going to keep fighting because I don't ask for timeouts or breaks. I ask to go out there and fight to the death and fight till someone's unconscious, and I got robbed of that. It's bullshit, fake fight, fake stoppage, and that shit needs to be reviewed okay. and protested. I want my rematch. <laughs> okay, but now that you know that Usman is capable of dropping you, because he did drop you, are you going to fight a little safer? Or is it just going to go punch a punch? <laughs> banana peel? Yeah, you yeah. slipped on a banana peel. Yeah. I slipped yeah. on a banana peel, Adam. It, you okay. know, it, was, it, got, it got really slippery in the UFC octagon that night. And, <laughs> you know, I fell to the ground. But, hey, I was in a safe space. I shot a double leg. He was just putting his hips on me. Dude, as a wrestler, Adam, you, you know wrestling. You coach kids wrestling. Dude, I relax most of the time in fights or in wrestling matches when I'm on a double leg extended. And I'm just kind of catching my breath, catching my senses, yeah. getting back to reality. And that's exactly what I was doing, intelligently defending myself putting my hand behind my back because he's hitting the back of my head. I mean, I mean, the fight, you're supposed to only be able to hit from like right here to right here. And why, why is he hitting clearly in the back of my head? I, I had to get stitches behind my head because he put so many marks back there. Wow. Damn. Well, listen, I mean, uh, Kobe Covington. <laughs> I keep coming away. I want to hate you, bro. I, I really want to. <laughs> Why do you want to hate him? I, because, no, I just, uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with this politics. I don't know if I agree, but I just keep, you keep winning me back, bro. <laughs> I don't know how you keep doing it. You keep convincing me to, I, you know, I was going to, I was going to vote for Bernie, but I'm, I'm thinking, I'm swinging this way. No, but Usman got booed at the last time UFC event. They put a picture on him. He was, he got booed. Oh, he got booed for sure. I mean, people, I mean people, I, I don't, look, I don't think he's not going to get booed. I, I'm sure the booze are going to keep coming his way, and he's going to keep smiling right through it. He wants That's what's booed, making me a fan. That's what's making me a fan. He doesn't give a fuck what you guys say. He's going to keep doing his thing. I, and you know what? No, Masvidal, according to Masvidal, you do scroll the internet for stuff about you. Is that true? Dude, you can't believe anything Street Judas says, man. There's a reason they call him Journeyman George Masvidal. He's a true definition of a journeyman. I mean, the guy, the guy's got 15 losses on his record. He's getting knocked out by lightweights. Rodrigo Dam getting upside inverted triangle, knocked out unconscious by Toby Imada. What's a Toby Imada? No one even knows what that is. I beat Toby Imada in 2001. Hey, really? Yeah. Hey, yeah. But, but going back to Mayhem, you know, hey, yeah. Mayhem, you know, at the end of the day, I respect everybody's opinion. I still like you. You can hate me, and I have a lot of haters. You can no. hate me, but I respect your opinion. You still have an opinion. Is the freedom of speech? Is America? God bless America. God bless the Trump. Yeah, God true. bless the Trump. God bless you, Adam. God bless, bless you too, Kobe. Yes. Freedom of speech. Protect your amendments. Thank you, Thanks, Kobe. Thanks, Kobe. We'll talk to you man. soon. Trump 2020. Take care, guys. Thank you, bro. This guy's yeah, great. Boy. Fucking great. <laughs> Uh, bro, I really wanted to go at him, but like, uh, you know what I mean? He just can't. He's just too much. He's got his shit tight. He's like, you know, he's a great fighter. He's got like, you know, he's just got this personality. He's just popping off. He's like the end guy right now. I mean, he's like the new Conor McGregor, really. I mean, in my opinion. He's a Conor McGregor, but except that he's not like, like, he's not out 
cheating on his wife mm-hmm. or he's allegedly a, cheating on his wife. He's actually a good dude. Getting you know? in, yeah, Colby's like seems like yeah. yeah. I saw this yeah this clip that he's talking about with this weirdo <laughs> girl like taking a nap. Was that him though? I don't know if that yeah, was really for him. Sure, that was him. Really? really? I mean, look, I don't know. I didn't see the curvature of his butt. We should ask CB Gold. He was underneath the bed with his going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that was. No, he was under the bed. <laughs> yeah, that was a re- really strange video, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Colby just kills another interview right now. I mean, so, the, should we start the thing from the, from the beginning when or or just fuck it? I mean, go. look, we're, bro, we're, okay. we're, we're trying to be professional now. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, okay, <laughs> so our phone call. It was awesome. Hour, yeah, dude, let's, so let's talk about. Uh, so last two weeks, let's, let's, so last two oh, weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't start I, the show. We started I, the show with Colby. We, we didn't start perfect. any of it. All right. So what's up, people? Listen, football might be packed away, but basketball, hockey, and golf. Uh, you could even bet on the Academy Awards were last week. You could have bet on that. All right, because just go to Bet Online, and that's our exclusive sportsbook partner. Okay, they've been in the industry for over 20 years, providing customers with the first to market odds and giving you the ability to bet anytime, anywhere. Yep, head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And have a little fun with some betting action today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast. Obviously, we just watched Colby. Mayhem is here. Ween Dog's here. Yo. Uh, it's been a good couple weeks. Number one, we had the kids wrestling tournament, uh, <laughs> which you came to. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, so, great. And we won. We won the league championship. It was great, bro. It was like a movie moment where I got to like just jump in there and watch like the team just do- a couple of matches went terrible. We're just gonna be honest. Like I felt really bad. Like the little kid comes and high fives me. Like yeah, and they're all nervous. Like because I'm there, and I'm like, oh, you're gonna do fine. They go out there, get smashed, pinned in ten seconds, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. But that, I kind of knew that was gonna happen because they were like the lower seated kids that just barely made it. To I, the I don't. Final. Yeah, I don't even like, get. I didn't even get how some like there was like a kid over there. He looked like on the other team. That looked like 25, jacked, looked Chest like hair. tons of steroids on this kid, and, and he just was like wrestling another seventh grader, yeah. Yeah. actual seventh grader. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, well, one, one kid actually started yelling at his dad during the during the finals. The kid that kind of reminds me of you a little bit, oh, the the, tall kid that like the lanky his nail. kid, wild kid, and yeah. his, his dad's yelling like, "Get up!" And he's like, "Shut up, dad!" <laughs> like yeah, he's yeah. yelling at his yeah. father during the match, which was pretty awesome. But the hard part was that. Every year, I had this one rival coach that was just like making his kids cut weight, or just like in middle school, or just took, a, or was fixing the brackets so that he would always have the advantage. I was doing some kind of evil shit, like lying about the weight classes and putting the kids in the lighter weight classes. But he got fired, so now I had a, another coach that I like a lot. So it wasn't as fun to win. It was still great. The kids won, but I didn't have that. You ever have that in a fight where you like the guy you're beating? Yeah. Versus the guy you don't like you're beating? Yeah. I, I like stopped one time. I was beating the guy up pretty good, and I talked to him. We, it was a nice. There was a nice, and I like looked at the referee like, "Hey, man, are you gonna stop this? Because I'm kind of feeling guilty beating really? the shit out of this guy." Yeah, yeah. Who was that against? I don't know. There was somebody that you fought, a Japanese guy, 
it was after you lost one or two. I think they kind of gave you a gimme because the guy. I looked at the guy's record. He was like four and fourteen. No, really. I think it was a pro wrestler. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Same. That was the same. Yeah, the same <laughs> thing happened. I was like, whoa, man, look, I'm already destroying this dude. You're gonna let him die in the ring? Did yeah, you, yeah, Did yeah. you know that that was like they were trying to help you out or no, do a no? It's just that I was coming off injury and like the company was like, look, we're not gonna. We're not going to put you uh, against, like, the top tier right now because it's not smart for anybody because you're a great fighter and we want to prolong your career and you can't just jump right back in there after this injury. So, yeah. I was a pro wrestler. I looked him up. Yeah, yeah. Later he got good. Like, that was the beginning of his career. Like, he was, like, he, like, went on, like, uh, like a seven Mm. seven, uh, uh, win fight streak. Yeah, he beat some good guys. He beat some good guys after that, yeah. He had, like, the raw talent to be, like, a good fighter, but at that time he didn't really know what he was doing. Even when I was wrestling in high school, there was a kid that, like, I was going to be a senior and the kid was a freshman and I pinned them but i knew that this kid was strong and good yeah and he like just... and he like won the states a couple years like new york states later or something and everyone was like how'd you beat that kid i was like yeah but i, I got him early like I, I beat him before he knew anything yeah know? of course so that, i mean that's the business that's the beautiful thing about combat sports is the strongest guy doesn't always win it's the strongest and smartest because you have to be able to not only just do you know not only just have the physicality but also the intelligence and uh wherewithal to actively do things in the moment. You well, know? that's what they say. Like, you don't have to be the better fighter. You need to be the better fighter tonight. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's like... Uh, I know. There's so many fights like that I lost. Like, one, because I was having a good night. And there's so many fights I lost because I was just having a bad night. Like, something was off. My body was this, that, the weight cut. There's so many factors that go into the sport that, you know... And it's funny to hear him talk about it, uh, Kobe talk about it, because, yeah, they... There's no such thing as a fair fight. There's always the human error. The judges yeah, are he's always. He's never going to win that argument, though. Fight to the death. No, they're I, not going to. Of course not. Of course not. not gonna... But they're like, like the Lawler fight. They could have stopped that fight because I was getting my ass kicked when I fought him. I was getting my ass kicked, but I was still there, and I exclusively yelled to the rep, "I'm okay," because I knew how bad it looked. I, I yelled out, "I'm okay, I'm okay." I kept yelling that out. You think Kobe should have yelled out, "I'm I mean, okay"? It might not have helped because the referee has at his sole discretion what to do. I when I tapped out Jake Shields, but didn't because they didn't call it. He didn't tap I, though, right? He did. He tapped. Watch the tape. I tapped him out. I let him go because I won. And I stood up. Wasn't and like said, one second left? The time ran out, right? When you had him. I, if you watch the tape, he taps. Really? And I felt him tap, so I let him go. Can yeah. we? Can we? Can we play Jake Shields versus yeah, Mayhem right now? Yeah. Because I, I watched that. So fight. So many people have still told me that same exact thing. And I was watching that fight, and I, I was there, motherfucker. You were there. You, and I like how so everything is a comparison to your six weeks in your college wrestling no, career. No, it's not. And my, and, <laughs> and my fucking twenty-year Fuck, mixed martial arts career. Bullshit. And then I wanted to give you shit too, because last week I let you jabber on about, yeah, man, I've got power, and I'm oh, like, was, this oh, guy, and he was breaking my balls for only having. Right. Eight let's, knockouts right, in my let's career. Let's hold the pads for each other. Okay? Yeah, hold the pads for each other. And let's hold the pads for each Bro, other. Bro, they don't got pads small enough for you to hit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to your wife's tampon and won't feel your power. <laughs> She's not a period right now. It says Jake Shields saved right, by man, the We're going to rehash the right, so, 10 years ago. So let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's watch. I let's love see, it. Let's see the tap, number oh, one. Uh, and number this, two, I take it back. I don't have power. Was this filmed on people a potato? Was, people were writing, people were on YouTube go, uh, which by the way, I figured out how to knock it. 
get fucking messages sent in my email every nice. second, so that like my whole day is not filled with fucking fuck you, Adam. Mayhem should have his own podcast. <laughs> um, but somebody goes, I hope Mayhem never has to feel Adam's power. <laughs> that made me laugh. Oh, <laughs> they make me laugh. The, the only time I, I don't get, I don't like him is when someone's like, like. Really, an asshole. But like, well, but come like, on. Most of them are funny. Most of them are funny. Most of them are funny. On the internet, you can like, hide behind the mask of obscurity. It doesn't matter. Of course, most of them are pretty funny. Like someone's like, "Well, I wonder why this doesn't have millions of hits." Oh yeah, Adam. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like motherfucker. Don't think I haven't thought that too. <laughs> oh man. All right. So okay. So where's the tap? Because I lost. I mean, I'll 18 admit seconds it. left. Okay. Yeah. So you're securing the choke, which is cool. 11 seconds. Where's this tap? Right. Seven, six. Right there. That's not a tap. Bro, he tapped Come on me. On. Watch, watch, watch. All right. He didn't tap. Look, he tapped on me. He tapped at the very he, end. No, he did not tap. Ah, you know what? You're right. He never tapped. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. Hold on. Go back. Hold on. Right? Where? He probably tapped with his foot, but it just Wait, wasn't. No, no, where? No. Where? Where? Uh, that's not a tap. That at the is. very end, he, he's, yes. he's just, he's just getting more of you. We're going to watch it in slow-mo right. now. Well, let's go back again. I want to <laughs> nah, see. It's all right. If he tapped, he tapped. Obviously, I'm going to obviously be on Team Mayhem here. But I want to see where. So you think right. It's coming. If you tap once, does it count? Yeah. Right Look at, there. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Glad yeah. It looks like and, it. And yeah, like, I yeah. really, and in the moment, and I'm holding on to him, but you know what? But the, the, what I'm trying to illustrate is, is that, look, they didn't want me to win. And that I was the bad guy. But was that sure. a fake tap out? Like I don't like, call you think it he, fake. No, because I mean, listen, in my career, I, I realized watching a tape back that I did the same thing. I've done the same thing but, in a fight that's before. A jiu -jitsu, you think that's a jiu-jitsu move? Because he knows how to actually tap. And he, he, he kind of went no, like that. why would you? So you the same he, thing. Remember, Chael did it too. You think he tapped? Hey, look, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. You think he tapped if to get you to loosen up? Yes, think it's a tap? Definitely. It's not really a tap? It's smart. It's yeah. not. Hey, look, it's not cheating unless you get caught. Yeah. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, it is. It's still cheating. No, well, okay, but who cares? Who cares now? I, you know, I didn't win that one. You're right, Jake. You got you away know? with it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's Either. good. Yeah. You didn't catch like, I think that was like a, a vegan tap. Yeah, it's it not, was. It was a, think, like, not bad. But like, it's not like I care. That was a million years ago. You didn't but, care. But, you fucking posted a picture of him giving you herpes. He uh, did. Like yeah. you what? said, we're not herpes. Like, uh, like uh, staph infection. <laughs> disgusting. And you said, Jake, you gave me uh, herpes. Yeah, this is, but you, this is a, again, I. I I cared then. Now I don't give a shit. It's like you Did saw give you how herpes? angry. Yeah, not herpes. A damn staph infection. But you think maybe that was because you guys been with the same girls? Probably. Like you guys More both were, likely. Yeah. I mean, you guys both love Asian women, right? <laughs> nah, allegedly. Uh, come on, allegedly. <laughs> Look, I don't want to talk on. I don't want to talk bad on him. You know. Uh, but here's the thing: is that you see how angry Kobe was? Yeah. That's how angry I was. Back then. Now, look, it's cool. You know, me, me and me and Jake have both, uh, you know, asserted our. But Kobe got five hundred grand for that fight. Did you get five hundred grand for your fight? No, definitely not. But you know, it was a different time. And you know, I can't be mad about that. I, I'm very happy for the the fighters today making so much money. I'm so happy because we were trying to make that. We were trying to get it to that place. And I'm glad that the younger generation now can make tons of money. You know, it makes me very, made me very happy. Like I was uh, part of that mountain that they're now standing on, you know? And, uh, you know, it, it's strange. You get so emotionally involved uh, when, you're, when you're doing the sport actively, you know? And now, here, years later, as I'm like out of the sport, I'm not, I'm not actively competing. It, it to me, it's like um, 
you can look at things more clearly, you know, and does it really matter? No, not that much. No, but looking back, um, that particular fight, he just kind of controlled you on the ground, yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. well, and, and you're a good wrestler. It was because the weird thing, because like I said, I thought I won. That's the crazy. That was the third round, right? Uh, yeah. But and he was controlling you the whole fight, though. Uh, no. Nah, it was it was, nah, three, nah, it was it was five rounds. Back, it was back and forth as the fight progressed. Yeah, he kept he kept because his style was hold on. It was like Ashgren hold on style, and I, I always had more dynamic like move around kind of style. So he he definitely he did what he had to do to win. Yeah, squash. But it was weird because I really thought I won right then. So I like totally like relaxed, and then they I went to the corner, and they were like, "You got two more rounds to fight," and it was such Shit. a damn bummer. It was like one of the biggest bummers uh, of my life where I was like, "What?" Like confused, like you think they could have. You know, now, but that's that's the business. Looking back, like, to the, the whole point I was making. The whole help? point, and eh, they don't. It doesn't matter. The the whole point I was making is that referee. And Kobe was completely right. That referee has so much say. You know what I mean? He has so much say in how things go. Like Mike Tyson knocked out Buster Douglas, but they didn't give it. They, they, you know what I mean? They counted. So count. They counted real slow. Yeah, okay. But no one gives a fuck. Afterwards, Yeah, but why does that guy not want Mike Tyson to win that fight? I don't know. You know, maybe he didn't do it actively. Maybe there's like a subconscious bias. You know, we all have it. We don't realize it, but we all have subconscious bias. But but at the same time, Colby Covington is going around saying, America first, America, yeah. MAGA, Mark Goddard's from England. Yeah. He probably and, doesn't and, like and Kobe's politics. Like, like, I, like I was saying to Colby, like, there's part of me that wants to not like him. But I can't not because he just says how he feels. And that, to me, is, like, ranked high above other traits. If somebody says exactly how they feel and they, they you know what I mean, they they, they don't back down from I can't help but not like somebody like that yeah you know and, and I think it's good even if I disagree with them he's also because a super I'm super first amendment and... I'm super first amendment I, I feel like you, you should be able to say whatever you want this is America and we have that on purpose if not you can take your ass to China I agree even when I announced Colby Covington is gonna be on the podcast a lot of people were like some people was like why are you having him on the show what, because you disagree with his politics? Yes. Like, so I can't have him on the show? Mm-hmm. That's, like, this is like a democracy. I We're know. allowed to listen to people's opinions. I don't, I'm not, a, I didn't vote for Trump. Okay, I don't know if I'm voting for Trump this time. I don't know who I'm voting for, but this, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, I mean, for this, sure. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm, I have to really think about it. But I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't like his policies. He can't be on the show. Nah, that's, like, that's stupid, yeah. Fucking I, I, I enjoy, ridiculous. I enjoy talking to people that I disagree with more than anybody, kind of, because if, if, I'd like to be swayed over. I like to be sold on a new idea. Not only that, but so many people, especially in Hollywood, think that because if they're a liberal it's going to get them further in the business really yeah and and they go oh I, I'm well i mean have... they might have a point they, yeah they, most likely will. they might but at the same time it's like then why are you really doing this is this this is the most you know how many people i know that like oh i hate trump trump is uh, he grabs women by the pussies uh, this and that and they cheat on their fucking wives these guys yeah and, yeah. and i know people that literally comics that are banned from comedy clubs for trying to finger blast fucking girls when taking pictures that all day long they write about how much they hate Trump. And I want to be like, 
Dude, you can't even go to this fucking comedy club because for harassing women. Like, what? Name some names, bro. But we I'm need like, beef, bro. No, but I'm like, who's Theo Vaughn again? Like, the Theo Vaughn? God damn it, Theo Vaughn finger no, blasting, bro. But it's not the reason you hate this person because he reminds you of your worst qualities. Like, yeah, is, no. Is, is that what is he bringing? I think out a lot that? of a lot of that stuff is projection, bro. A lot a lot of people are hypocrites because they they see the worst parts of themselves in other people, and so they hate these people because they hate themselves in a way. Yeah, and they, it's hard to hate yourself actively i mean i do and most comedians do but like you know there's parts there's parts of yourself if you can't make peace with that it's easier to point fingers and be a hypocrite and you can just have this cognitive dissonance where you don't you don't see that you're hating yourself i i get what you're saying I just are we talking about MMA? Anyway, mma i'm really right. stoked MMA. about this right. conversation so, <laughs> let's talk about mma let's no no we we'll, can we'll, keep we'll going off the rails we'll no, about how about let's talk about the polish fucking punisher wait what's his nickname does jan he have a cool nickname jan what blockowick yeah. blockowick is the best okay chick. i like that guy at the same time that counter, listen that guy fucking improved like i thought he i I, you know, I thought I gave him a good chance to win that fight, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. Well, Corey also looks so good against Johnny Walker. Yeah, that's and what everyone's I'm saying. talking that's about I'm Johnny saying. Walker as the next big thing. Yeah, and then he beats that guy. So everyone's high on Corey Anderson. You always do MMA math. No, wrong, I wasn't. Bro. I'm saying how people uh, were. Yeah, everyone was really high on Johnny Walker because he was just going through people. I mean, yeah, yeah. going through people. But, but Corey and then exposed Corey him. just fucking yeah, yeah exactly. exposed him. And now everyone's like, oh, Corey, Corey. Of course, and he's the guy to beat John Jones. But at the same time. I want to see Dominic Reyes rematch John Jones. 100%. Because I don't want to see Bl- Jan Blokovic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Because I just don't. I think Reyes. Let's get this man's name right. Blokovic? Blokovic. Blokovic. Now, I don't know. Reyes, I watched that fight again. I definitely think John Jones lost uh, the first two. Won the last two. Oh, you watched it again? Third yeah. round yeah, is debatable. Thought, round three is the debatable round. No, yeah, round. exactly. The round three, if you how you scored that. I know, yeah, I saw that too. How you score round three changes the whole perspective. I thought because, you know, and even I, I, I wasn't even sure because I just was doing it in my head. But then you look at the punch stats, and they gave it to, you know, they gave more points to uh, to, uh, to to Jones. Yeah, no, the, oh, to Reyes. Reyes, yeah, uh, yeah. But but then again, do you do you then go well in order to? And I know in boxing. If you win the belt, you got to beat the champ. You know, no, in every sport, it's like that, and it's the same thing that Kobe was just talking about. There, there's human error involved. There's human error because the judges have a preconceived notion and like a uh, emotional reaction. You but can't does Mayhem Miller it. think that you should have to beat the champ definitively to win the belt? Yeah, but there's an argument to be made. He did because the way he controlled, he he kept uh, scoring shots, and Jones was absorbing. A lot of them. He was just like Frankensteining forward, and like since the shots didn't put him down, he just kept going forward. So you can argue, oh, that's octagon control. Is it? Is it? If you're just stalking forward and getting splatter no, blasted no, every which way, not. yeah, it's not. But so that's why I was like, okay, so Raya has probably won this fight. But then when the judgment but came he down, lost I was the like, last ah, two rounds though. Yeah. So then, also, everyone kept saying, well, he's only fought three rounds his whole career. Who? Uh, Reyes. Yeah, yeah, Reyes. So, now, your experience, going from three to five rounds, how big of a difference is it? 
It is. Yeah, it's a lot different well, because the training camp has to be different. You know what I mean? Like you usually when you're getting prepared for three rounds, you know, you have to like, uh, you know, focus on some peaks and valleys uh, uh, over 15 solid, you know, 15 minutes. But with this 25, you got to time your fight differently because, I, you know, if you if you go ahead and go shoot your wad all early, well, then, I mean, you got you might have to do. Well, it seems like he did that. Exactly. But how did did he not know that was going to happen? Well, I don't know if he didn't know that. I I don't think – I think you're giving uh, the fighters a little too much thought. I think that it's up to their coach. Yeah, how does a coach not know either pace yourself or let's blow this guy out? Listen, Ryaz, he probably – I don't think that – I don't think he, like, spended too much energy early in the fight, but he was winning. And he and Jones was taking a lot of damage, and and Reyes was putting up a lot of numbers early in that fight. So, yeah, maybe he wore out a little bit and didn't expect Jones to keep being there. But, I mean, I'm interested to see that thing go down again. You know, if that's even going to happen. Is that— Probably not. Is that even—I know, that's not going to happen. I think he might what, go to heavyweight. So— no, I hope not. It should happen. That was the closest. I, I think it should happen, too. I no, think... John Jones will go to heavyweight and fight Stipe. Yeah. No, no why do you want to say though. that? I mean, everyone thinks Stipe would run through him, but... No, look, I don't think so. Ugh, come on. I mean, let's see I that one again. That was a close fight, fight the Reyes-Jones fight. I know. I want to see it. I wa- I'd much rather see that more run than that Stipe. Back. What yeah. about Jan... I think right, that you know he's what I mean? like, kind of tailor-made for John Jones in some ways. In a way, yeah. His wrestling, I don't know how good it is. But Jones isn't using his wrestling that much anymore for some reason. He's not shooting anymore. He, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Yeah, I, He didn't even try to wrestle. He did at the end of each round, huh? Yeah, it was, He did. It was, he tried to do the classic take him down in the last 30 seconds type deal. Yeah. And, but to, to Reyes' credit, it was like very active, you know what I mean, sprawl and escape. And that one time that he yanked him up, like he was on the fence, and, he, and Jones had his hands wrapped all the way around, and Reyes just did that yank up. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. That was like from the bottom, like it looked like he was going to get taken down for sure. And he did a perfect get, like technique where you, you yank the guy's arms back up. Man, it was great. Do you think he got into Jones's head because the whole f- week of the fight, he kept saying Jones's boxing's terrible. His boxing's terrible. He's not good at boxing. And Jones likes to beat you where you say you can't beat him. Yeah. And maybe Jones didn't focus on wrestling at all in this camp because he figures I'm so much of a better wrestler. I was a you know state champ or I was a ju- yeah. JUCO champ and I took down Daniel Cormier and I beat everyone with my wrestling so therefore this I don't have to work on my wrestling man you you are always <laughs> attribute like this like super thinking to like fighters like on some other level like there's some damn type of Rhodes scholars mm-hmm. but the reality is I don't think they're <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think that they're thinking that hard about no, but it but Greg Jackson just, is uh, yeah Greg Jackson that's what I'm saying the the coaches but I don't think Greg Jackson made a mistake of oh you don't even have to wrestle for this fight bud just box no no, no but he, definitely but he, not right he, I just think the game that. plan I think the game plan that they try to execute was kind of do a kickboxing fight, and Reyes out kickboxed him for at least two rounds. Right. At least two rounds. Yeah, but it, like even with Anthony Smith, yeah. uh, who was a better kickboxer on paper than John Jones, or, or you know, they said, okay, all right, let's take him down, and he just took him down every single round. Yeah, yeah. Which is not what he did in this fight. Now, speaking of bad corners, okay, so. Diego Sanchez. Yeah, that's you, you watch this? Yeah. So he, he left Greg Jackson's camp, and he's now training with a guy who uh, has a school of self-awareness. Um, he's supposedly this, like, life coach, guru, and he's his only corner. 
is, is, is Diego Sanchez. Now, here are some of the clips he puts up on YouTube. Uh, can we put this? Yeah. Because I, I want to hear. see this, yeah. So the, here he teaches. I heard about this, but I haven't seen this. He teaches. No, no, not this one. How to fight two guys at once. Oh, uh, nice, bro. He teaches I, you how to fight two guys at once. I, you know what? I, I'm thinking about filming some instructional videos kind of in the same vein. How to fight five cops at once? Yeah, I've like, done like, that. Like, I, I, ha I think I have a great record against multiple attackers. Like, well, I, I'm fantastic. Well, being I'm, that said, I want to see here your opinion right, because this me. guy, uh, School of Self-Awareness. Self-Awareness? Like, what is that? Like, you always have a Kleenex and some mints in your pocket? But the thing like, is, what the this fuck guy looks like he has mean? no self-awareness. I mean, because he's... So it's an ironic kind of thing? He, it seems like he's never been in a fight, this guy, and he's teaching Diego, and he's saying things during the fight, like, do the B exercise. Or, Listen here, man. D Diego's been weird for a long time. All right, do we have MMA Roasted on, on uh, Twitter? Uh, MMA Roasted Twitter, because I posted the link of him fighting two guys at once. Uh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is his coach? His, his coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the buildup is just unbelievable All right, so, right okay. I'm so excited. Scroll down. Here we go. Uh, We're getting there. Right... Is that it? No. Uh, down more. Two men yeah, yeah. fighting one. Yeah. Okay. So, Mayhem, tell me if you think these techniques are right. are, are good. So, it's got... Um, so, you're so casually he chilling. <laughs> here he is. That's his a, coach right there? That's his coach with a bandana. And two guys are going to come. First of all, let me just go ahead and say his uniform is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And the audio... Here are these two guys, and they come... Now, now, does that work? You just club the one guy in the, okay, so he comes and you throw punches, right? So the guy's just gonna stand there while you guess what you do that. Uh, do we have any audio on this? I'm listening. I can hear you. Your headphones aren't on. So in the moment where they feel like they're about to touch you or something like this, you change the whole game. Alright? So you have all Is that Dane Cook? No. Now you have to combine the being grabbed moving and a little bit of hitting. We have to go back to the throat, the groin, the eyes for yo-yo effects. The hits. Mayhem, are you, are you stomach, taking it in, bud? Okay. <laughs> Why? Because in the throat, stomach, and back, they're hidden. When we go to throw like a punch to the chest, you can see this very good. But I mean, just solid technique. Yeah. So. Okay. So, the person, it's actually going to be two people. Okay, so two people are coming people. to attack you. In the beginning, go stand over here. You, know, you guys wouldn't be together, right? So the guys are going to start to go. I'm going to move very slowly, and I'm moving slowly. precise. And I'm going to align myself up in the work. Ooh. And so this way... As you're moving, so you're fighting ravers. The strikes then happen. It's like he's in the Matrix right now. He's like fighting in slow motion. He's like fighting on Molly. Sometimes you then uh, rotate the guy and make the guy move. <laughs> it's okay. Wow, I hope uh, terrorists don't get a hold of this. <laughs> the U.S. will be screwed. In this case, it's okay. If you're small like me, grab them and fall. So. <laughs> wow, pull double guard on two guys. <laughs> Solid camera work. You know, I feel like this is one of the. This is a revolution in self defense technology. Why is he in the US? You know what? I can't.
can't be quiet anymore. All right, it's fucking up. bizarre. Like I, in 2020, that bullshitsu is still going strong. Yeah, if you just make up uh, your own style. It's self-awareness technology. What do you call this shit? The, self, the school of self-awareness. Oh my god, my new fucking. <laughs> That's Diego Sanchez's <laughs> coach. That's Diego Sanchez's coach. No, this he look, left Greg Jackson to train with this guy. If you've been paying attention, <laughs> headbutt. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, if you've been paying attention to Diego Sanchez for any amount of time, yeah. you know he's a little bit out there. Yeah. And this kind of like seems perfect. Like really? It falls, it falls right into his wheelhouse. I'm surprised that it but, didn't happen earlier, that he went to the school of bullshit to <laughs> awareness. Now, what do you see wrong with that, with that form, though? Well, man? wrong? <laughs> I mean, there's not much to say about being right. You know what I mean? Like, look, first of all, the fact that this dude... I mean, I think it's this hypnotizing tone of voice yeah. that he's getting these big goons who probably he picked up from 24-hour fitness bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, like, go online with all these kung fu techniques. I, you know. So you don't it, think any of that works? No. I mean, no. <laughs> like pulling double guard with two guys? Double guard. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, man. A bad, bad mistake. I, I only made that once. And it was two with two porn stars. Trust me. <laughs> You don't want to do that. Don't pull guard on a porn star. Bro. Yeah. So Wait. I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. And then, and then there's one where he teaches the love punch. Oh, perfect. Well, yeah. Perfect technique. Well, so name. if we could look up a love punch technique. Is it still on your Twitter feed? No, I, I no. That's another uh, video. Well, I would have I, to type in to search that. Uh, but it's, it's it's one of his videos. You sure you, sure you feel comfortable uh, posting? Um, Making fun of this guy. Uh, well, he actually. Compete, no, 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 he did get mad. No, technique. him and Diego both DM me. Yeah, uh, both. Uh, yeah, Diego. Why? Well, what happened was. Did you post the snarky comment was, with I, No, what happened was I posted a video of a guy sprinting full on on a treadmill, and the guy jumps off and just starts throwing air punches, right? Yeah. And I go, Diego, and the guy was wearing a, a mask, right? So I said, Diego's new new training regimen. It was a joke because that's how you know, but nothing to do with this guy, right? So then. Diego's like, hey, that's fucked up. You said that I'm going to get coronavirus because he's wearing a mask. <laughs> so I said, dude, I have nothing. It was nothing to do with coronavirus. So then he unfriended me. We were like like friends. Like he, like, so then his, then his manager, that guy hit me up and said, I'm Asian and I don't find coronavirus jokes funny. That guy. Yeah. And I go, listen. It has nothing to do with the coronavirus. Like, the guy just happened to be wearing a mask. I didn't even, like, put that together. I was literally just saying that Diego's techniques sometimes are a little bit odd. Yeah. A training, that's 100%. And the guy was like, okay, well, we're not here to be made fun of. And this, and so the guy, I was like, dude, I'm not trying to make fun of. But this is before the fight. After the fight, after further inspection of what this guy's doing, I'm like, okay, this guy needs to be stopped because he's going to get somebody killed. Yeah. And, and I mean... Diego Sanchez said he defended the guy. First, the guy, the, the guy says after the fight, he goes, Joe Rogan saying that I'm a bad trainer. F you. Joe Rogan wasn't even calling the fight. He was not even in the arena, you know. But second of all, uh, you know, Diego, this guy, like, said, hey, just so you know, since training to this guy's, uh, since switching to his camp, I've taken less damage in my last two fights than I have in the last well, obviously, because he took the red pill, and now he's in the Matrix. <laughs> but you also didn't win a round. I know, yeah. And if you want to take no damage, don't fight. You'll take zero damage if you don't get into the fucking— yeah, yeah. the, the goal isn't to not take any damage. It's to win the fight, I, I, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, you could just run around in circles, but that's not necessarily going to win you fights. It's I, a strange I, one. Yeah. I, I think this guy, while Diego may need to work on his defense— 
I don't think this is the way to do it because mm-hmm. he came in there like like a chicken. But I mean, let's tell the truth though. Diego's getting older, and like it's hard as hell to keep fighting mm-hmm. at that age, especially he's been through some wars. And I, I'm like kind of one of those guys is like. I take my hat off to Diego Sanchez for still getting in there, but at the same time, like, why? He did. He gave us some great fights already. The best. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's like I don't know. I guess every fighter kind of has that in him to just rock it to the wheels fall off. Somebody wrote know? that this guy actually did accomplish something. He made Diego quit. Like no yeah. one ever has made Diego quit. Wow. I mean, like in that fight, Diego. I mean, he. You know, he, he, he won the fight because that guy kicked him when he was down. Yeah. Need, him, need to a down opponent. Do we have the love punch? Uh, can we bring up? Uh, it's, it's actually on that guy's feed. The love punch. What's feed? Oh, oh sorry. Uh, it's on that guy's YouTube it, is, uh, is that Is that what uh, Wean Dog's girlfriend does to his anus? Uh, no, if you look a up, love punch? If, if you look yeah. up on the YouTube channel. Is that his YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, School, the School of, of Self-Awareness. Oh, my God, bro. It's a serious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. holy fuck stick. Are uh, you fucking kidding me? There's one with, like, the love punch. Is, great, is it man. recent? You know what? Yeah. Look, I, you know what? I, I'm sorry for hating on this guy. Like, I'm trying not to hate on him. <laughs> Seems like he's got his shit together. He's got a whole YouTube shit together. He should not be coaching MMA fighters to, to, to get in there with trained killers. I mean, and not – and thinking that these techniques work, though. No. Is I it mean, actually called Love Punch? Yeah, yeah, it's on his Twitter feed. Maybe sometime at, around February fourteenth. Maybe uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you look at his Instagram, I, I, dude, this, this I, I, uh, I don't understand that. How how did Diego fall in with this guy? It, it's cool. I mean, I guess maybe some of the techniques will work. What? what? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't uh, saying know. you can't continue pulling guard. <laughs> jumping guard. Maybe he deleted that video. Guys. I don't know. Anyway, so that's uh, that's that. What all do right. you think about him quitting the fight, though? Because the doctor literally said, all right, he's good to go. And then he says, I can't see. There's blood in my eye. You know? I mean, Diego has given us so many battles that if one time... I, I, I think the whole thing should be... I think he should just either go back to Jackson's or American Top Team or anybody. But this guy... I, you know, I think that... Yeah, Why are you person- hating on the school of self-awareness, bro? Maybe you should take a few classes. That's what he said. Before- That's Diego put that on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. He said, take a few he classes said you guys should before. all go to the school of self-awareness. I, I just don't well, know. I, I don't understand what those techniques I think it's like me, me teaching opera to people. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, like a movie fight. It's like, I don't know what... I don't know. But who knows? I mean, look... I mean, he, he he won the fight. Who knows? I know. That's bullshit. <laughs> they shouldn't do that. That's dangerous. Very dangerous. He's teaching people some techniques that, oh, man. I, you know, that's what I want to do in a street fight. Double splash on my back. Uh, pull guard. Hopefully not get kicked to death. You know, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't understand. But at the same time, like, if Diego tr- trusts this guy. Yo-yo, the throat and balls. This is like something that I would come to this podcast. <laughs> How's it going with it, by the way, with your ladies? Uh, my lady. lady, it's fine. Um, are we moving on from this guy? I, yeah, I, I, my, I, I can't my, do it anymore. My bro. phone died, and I, I, I know it's on his Instagram. Of it's fine. School I, of I, look, I, I could give less than a shit, bro. Like, right. how are you trying to make me give a fuck? About All right, this? okay, we don't, we don't. All right, let's talk about some other fights. Brock Weaver, you watch that fight against no. Vargas? So Brock Weaver is a Native American guy. They were building him up. I think he came out too pumped up. Yeah. Like he, it was like his first UFC fight, and he just—you could just tell—he was just too amped. Have you, have you ever gotten too amped before? For sure. And uh, and then he ended up—he was losing the fight to this guy Vargas, and then Vargas came out and just threw an illegal knee at the very end of the first round, and then 
they gave it to Weaver. But I mean, this was so illegal that I don't know how he got confused. I can see how you got confused when you kicked Jacare in the face. In the face, yeah, because it was that that was legal and other. Yeah, I don't see where. But what he just need the guy full on because I, I didn't see this one. So what he like full? Yeah, right here. So here. So, okay, so Brock almost had him in a in a, in a guillotine. That's as close guillotine. It was yeah. pretty. It was pretty close. Um, and then a little bit further down, uh, this dude. But I, but somebody else said they train with this guy, and he's always does illegal shit in practice. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, he's just a known dirty bastard. According to some other guy. That's Are we like, talking Vargas? Did yeah, this Vargas. Illegal? All right. Watch. So he gets up. Uh, here we go. A little more. A little more. A little more. A little more. It's coming. And it's coming. Okay, so here he's up. A little more, a little more. All right. But he's, apparently Brock is really good. Well, Brock is supposedly pretty good. He just, I think he was, I think he came out too pumped. Because, like, right away I was like, uh, if he doesn't get a knockout in 10 seconds, he might gas. But right here, so. Here it comes. And. Boom. Like, how do you not know that, that you can't do that, man? Well, that's kind of one of those techniques. One, one thing that you do when you drill, like, a uh, uh, knee to the head is like you let the guy get up from that position and then knee because I've done it before where you like the guy wall walks to build up and you're you're supposed to wait and then throw that knee but he he, he threw waiting out the window you know I mean I, I could exciting? see yeah I could see how it could be an honest mistake but it seemed pretty blatant so you don't think he purpose you think he purposely did that or no nah, no nah, I think. Like I said, the, there's a good there's a good technique that I coach the guys on where if you're if the guy is doing a good job of getting up, then you anticipate that you get up first and then let him get up. Then it's legal because there's a strange blurry line in MMA where okay, so what if his what if he squatted all the way down against the fence right and his butt is off the ground, just an inch, that's legal. Yeah. But then what? An inch down, and it's no, illegal. No, his knees, knees are on the ground. It's, no, that's what I'm saying. Both feet are oh, flat yeah, on the ground. Yeah, he's, in the yeah, he's doing a squat on the wall. Right. If you knee him in the face, that's legal. But if his butt's on the ground, that's illegal. So it's a very blurry line. You know, it, and this was his first UFC fight, I think. Yeah. Second, and kinda... really, you want to try to take advantage of it. And in the room, you always practice that. Yeah, hold, on, hold the guy down against the fence. Then when he starts to wall walk up, then you knee him. Yeah, and it's legal. Yeah. So you, you know, take you always want to take advantage. Like it's a theme in in today's show where yeah, the rules are such, but really the the wins come off of like the blur of the rules. You know? What yeah, I mean? sort of like when you, someone punches you right here in the back of the head, but, but it's not. Bro, the back, we've been talking it's about side. this. That that Colby Covington was talking about getting hit in the back of the head. We've been talking about that for twenty five years. There's no change. Like we we always say it. Guess what happens? Guy gets clipped, right? Gets not gets gets uh, wobbled, right? He shoots a double leg. You get punched in the back of the head. I mean, the, the, you the know fighters. how many times I've seen referees stop the fight because somebody got hit in the back of the head in that moment? But shouldn't the fighters zero have, like, lines? Zero, like, like, yeah. like lines in their head. No, or maybe let's get and crazy have, like, and have their... like a weird wear a helmet in the back of your head, right? No, it's it's just one of those things where look, the sport we do is pretty brutal. Yeah, it's just the reality, and, and yeah, they have this rule, but no one follows it. 
You uh, hit that if you hit the guy in the back of the head, that's part of the business. So Ray Borg won his fight. I was happy for him because he's a kid, a guy that like his kid was born with some kind of crazy disease mm-hmm. that like I actually reached out to him and helped get people to put money into it. And Brendan Chow put a lot of money towards it. it super. Wait, kid, time I, out. The kid, what you're saying that the kid doesn't have Medicare? It was like that's fucked up. Something next level, like super. Oh wow, you mean that like people should have like healthcare? Yeah. I, oh right. wow, that's a really weird idea. Yeah. Concept. Right. Yeah, Canada. I, I heard they they have healthcare. That, that's exactly what I was going for. It was a, that's the whole point oh, of this okay. about Canadian yeah. healthcare. So so uh, basically, so you started a, a GoFundMe. Kind for, of. For, I just, or just for somebody whose kid. I didn't. I didn't start so somebody's it. kid won't die. Yeah. Oh, what a boring. I didn't. Sto- I didn't start it. I just reached out to like everyone I knew to, to donate. Oh and wow. People put a lot of money into it. So um. Huh. So Ray Borg is uh, a Super good guy. Awesome. He came in three pounds over, and won his fight. I just like. Just, just steamrolled this dude who mm-hmm. was ranked. So three but, pounds over, and they just gave, they let it go. On. Let it go. That's Which that's another thing we should talk about because, you know, three pounds over. You know, when it's I think when you're heavyweight or you're coming at it like you're coming at two hundred five, yeah. and you come at two hundred eight, it, it's that's one thing. But when you're it's still not good. But when you're lighter, one twenty five to one thirty five, it's a big difference. You know, so what do you do? Because the other guy gets screwed because if he doesn't fight, he doesn't get paid. And he did the whole camp, and the other, whereas the other person, at, when you come in three pounds over, the other person just gave up at a certain point. I mean, no one, so what do you do? Some people say you start the fight down one point. Other people say, well, you get 20% of your purse, but does that even really mean that much when you're only getting a certain amount of money or you're getting this or that? Well, if you lose, it's still, I mean, what would you say the solution to that is? I'd- I don't know. That's a strange one. Well, I mean, in an optimal, I think the weight rankings should go totally different. Like, you, they should be like a range of weights instead of making the guy, and you should be within weight like a week. What do you mean a range? Like, you should, that, that 10 pounds, instead of having the guys do a weigh in. Like the day before, it should be like a week before. Oh, guys are coming in at one ninety, and then no, and you can't be, and you have to be within ten pounds. You understand? You can't join. You can't weigh in on Monday, uh, you know, twenty pounds under, and then weigh it. You know what I'm saying? And weigh the the day of. Right, you got to be within ten pounds. It's, of the weight yeah, the ranking, the way that they're doing it is very dangerous. But that's no what matter been, what, it's, it's and it's always way. been that way. And now they're taking what uh, they're taking the drug testing to another level so nobody can re and they're not allowed to rehydrate now yeah you can't that's like, another dangerous thing well it seemed too. like with wrestling you weigh in that day yeah you, the day of the fight the day of the match and is that better because then you can't gain you can gain five ten pounds but you can't really whereas no that's what i'm like, saying that that's what i'm saying is i have a weigh in a week before and have a weigh in on the day and you have to be within the but what about just the day the, just the day is dangerous because dudes are going to be re- dehydrating and they're going to try to make themselves as light as possible and then actually go and compete. I know for myself, like I've dehydrated myself way too much and then fight night, I still wasn't hydrated. I still wasn't like Like together. when you fought Bisbang or a CB, you had like probably the most ripped I've ever seen you. Yeah, I know. You probably yeah. had like a 10-pack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and I know, the dehydration. And that was because as I got older, right? I, as I got older, I gained, I just got... Bigger, like so if I would have known, so what, if what, I would have known how big I was gonna get 
like as you know as like a full-grown adult i would i would have fought at a different weight class so but when you were 85 you came into that fight at what 205 yeah for at least yeah 210 yeah 210 yeah so what should happen i mean i know it's it's a bizarre thing and i don't think anything's going to change much because here, here's the thing is that the guys that were in charge okay they never fucking fought a day in their life they never had a dude the the, the guys who usually are in charge of these things they never cut weight they never, you know what I mean? And it's weird to have these guys who've never done anything, like, uh, make the decisions. It's like they comedy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So they, it's just the way things are, and they're not going to change it because they don't give a shit. And, uh, you know, the fighters could die for all they give a shit. Yeah, they don't really Well, what I think, though, them. is that they should, um, if, if, you, if your opponent misses weight by more than two pounds— you should get paid the win bonus and not have they to They do, don't oh. not have to fight. Well, I know, but then what's going to happen is this guy's going to drop out and what? So, so what? They have enough fights in the card? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that works for the UFC maybe because they have enough money to float all this, all these dudes miss a weight. But the reality is, nah, they're, they're not going to do that. Why would they do that? How would it benefit them whatsoever? It wouldn't, but it would benefit, well, I think more. I think less guys would miss, miss weight. What, if they give the win bonus? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think any guy means to miss weight. I think the guys just fuck up. It's a hard It's a hard thing to do when you're training for a fight. But it's not to, fair to the guy who makes weight, though. I know, yeah. I mean, that's that, that guy's getting fucked. Yeah. Um, and you got to fight a guy who's bigger than you? For yeah. sure. That's terrible. But at the same time, like, to give away the prize, uh, prize money every time a guy misses weight, it's going to no, send by three the whole pounds. world broke. I mean, one pound, two pounds, but three pounds. Yeah. Because what happens is people go, all right, my opponent misses weight by four pounds or Fuck five it, pounds. I'm going to still fight him. And I'm going to fight him. I'm going to beat him. And, yeah, and then people forget, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that – I mean, that's a big, that's always been a big part of the game is that, yeah, like, it's like, look, a lot, there's been a, plenty of fights that we remember that the guy beat the shit out of the other guy, then the guy who won test positive for steroids. Who remembers? Nobody. They just remember that night the guy got his fucking ass kicked. And yeah, maybe that guy lost a big percentage of his purse, but the win still goes down as a win. No, There's totally. no asterisk, you know. He, he ain't getting kicked out of the Hall of Fame like Barry Bonds. So, uh, bare knuckle boxing. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. Hector Lombard won. I know. That's you wild. It? Yeah. I, I, Hector Lombard. <laughs> Just what, that was fucking wild, man. Uh, yeah, that, that was a whole different thing, well, man. It was the first time I ever seen him put his hands up in a fight. Yeah. He actually put his hands up. I, know. I was worried about him. It was a close fight. The other yeah. guy was no joke. Yeah. He was supposed to fight Joe Riggs, and then Riggs can't, uh, went out. And the other guy was good. He could what? take a punch. Do we know what? Is Joe okay? What the hell? I don't happened? know what happened to Joe Riggs. But I think Hector won, but it was close. But he was the aggressor. And bare-knuckle boxing seems to really... Reward the aggressor. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, they start on the line. You know what I mean? Like that's like part of the game. You know, <laughs> I I thought it was uh yeah it, it was it was great. And you're right. Great. Moving forward wins you the fight. You know, that's kind of how it is. That's what they're that's what they're after in that. And you gotta use some defense because you get opened up quick. You know, what, what do you? What's, so I'm just laughing at the Hector Lombard. Just makes me laugh. Just to, he's it, great. We got Why don't we have him on the show? We have to have him back on. Yeah, for we sure. We have to have him back on. So this week. Uh, Ed Ruth is fighting. Ed Ruth is a guy that was a, I think a two-time or three-time national champion wrestler from Penn yeah. State. Uh, he lost to one of the Gracies uh, in Bellator. Which one of the Gracie? Uh, Hodger Gracie he lost to? Or? Harpo sure. Gracie. Harpo Gracie. Um, the guy who lost to then, then he lost to uh, 
I think it was Roy McDonald or the Gracie did in the finals. But Ed Ruth is a guy that does not use his wrestling anymore, uh, even though he should. He's fighting Amazov, who's never lost. This guy's 21-0. That's Bellator Friday night. Also, Brandon Gertz, guy who's a gritty fighter. He's fighting Miles Jury, um, okay. who's a great fighter. And Tyrell Fortune, undefeated stud wrestler, is fighting Tim Johnson. Tim's a guy that was in the UFC, was an Uber driver, a strip club bouncer, moved to Vegas, and has, has had no luck in Bellator so far. He mm. got knocked out by Congo early. I think he got knocked out. He, he needs a win, and they're throwing him to like the, the prodigy right now, <laughs> um, which is going to be... It's going to be tough. Great. That's on Friday. Saturday night, uh, Rowdy Beck is fighting. Nice. Uh, in Bellator? Yeah, in Bellator. Oh, cool. By the way, uh, someone sent me some of her pictures of her OnlyFans account. Yeah. And she's showing some nipples and some boobs and stuff. Can you send me some of those pictures, please? <laughs> you can. You can uh, uh, she's so hot. I That's thought pretty. it was going to be a, a big... Uh, by the way, there's a rumors about you sleeping with some ring girls. Uh, are any of them true? Bro, Can why are you always asking nor about ah, ah, ah. Smell my fingers, bro. <laughs> no. God. The other night, you, the other show, you were asking me about it, and I just didn't say anything. I'm just still not going to say anything. You're All such right. a dirtbag. So, so Rowdy Beck, uh, who, by the way, I thought I was going to have a threesome when I was Beck and Magana. Yeah. Like, they invited me to their hotel room and then they just wanted you to do comedy no there was 87 mexicans in the room with them so? uh like all like mexican dudes mexican so? ultimate fighter who, who were just making fun of me in spanish the whole time nice uh yeah it, it didn't go well it was one of those situations where i felt like i got i got i got uh cato fished or uh, gato fished um, so <laughs> it wasn't good way to go uh yeah and then in the ufc paul felder versus dan hooker Hooker. Hooker's a guy from uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Who beat the crap out of Ally Quinta, which I didn't see that coming. Um, but who, by the way, Ally Quinta is doing a grappling match against Mike Perry this Saturday night. Right, I heard about that. In That's Florida. interesting. Who do you think wins that? Ally Quinta, probably. He could change with Matt Sarah, you know. But Perry's like three times as big. So he's bigger. only like a purple belt. And I'm th- isn't Al like brown belt, black belt level? Yeah, so I'd give it to Al. There's a 155 pound brown belt beat uh 170 190 I did probably walk around 190 uh purple belt what do you think going with the black belt I guess what really what the hell? yeah what the, you talking about Ali Kinta yeah yeah I remember Ali Kinta was good right yeah, yeah. Like, he's always been good but you think a, a 155 pound purple belt beats a 190 pound uh, I mean 190 pound purple belt versus a Brown belt. Yeah, I don't know. You know that. Yeah, that that weight difference could could be a big. But factor. Al's not going to come in at one fifty five, is he? No, because he you're fights probably, at one fifty five. Yeah, yeah. Probably walking around at one seventy, one eighty, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And who knows? And what's the weight? What's the weight cutoff that they got to make? I have no one, idea. It's supposed to be Dustin Poirier versus uh, uh, Gary Tonin. Right. But Gary got hurt. Oh, no. Gary got injured. Yeah, yeah, That would have been awesome. Where is that at? Is that on Fight Pass? I think it's in Florida. Some kind of jiu-jitsu. Ugh, oh, so know. nobody will ever see it. So, okay. <laughs> Maybe on Fight Pass. Also, Caroline Cowell. Cowell Kiewicz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is she, she fighting? She's fighting <laughs> Yan Zionan, who's a 10 and one Chinese girl. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm into her. <laughs> I feel like she could. I feel like she's a badass. 
She's a badass bitch. And uh, by the way, so now are you done with Asian girls? Because seemed like you yeah. were like that was your thing for a while. What? Why? Uh, again? I, you why? Know, why? Why did it? What, what happened? No, I don't know. I'm just look. I'm done with girls in general, bud. Really? I'm just like yeah. I'm, I'm me and Ween are. They all love you, man. They, they try to save you. That's, what they, that's the problem. Are you serious? Because I, I set them up with you. I, one of them, the ones I set you up with, they, they like you because they like oh here's a guy and and he's famous and he can fight and he can protect me. And he's got lots of problems. Yeah. And I could like, and no, he's got, he's, he's got no, mommy issues. And mommy issues. And he's, yeah, you do, right? Only have my, your mom, no. mom left when you were a kid, right? No. What happened that, to your mom? That's it. What? My uh, mom's great. Oh, that was me. Yeah. Was uh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was me. No, didn't, didn't like, your, didn't you, your dad no. leave your mom? No. Because your dad took. No, no, dude. Steroids? No. Right. <laughs> no. no. You no. always have this crazy ass thing, man. No, I, I, I'm good, man. I, I like. I, but girls want to save you. I see them. Really? They're all like, oh, he, he's so sweet. I don't he's got a see big that heart. At all. And, and I they, don't have any. They all yeah. fall in love with you, bro. Really? Uh, yeah, they do. But then, then you have like your issues, you know. Uh, I, look, I, I feel like it's okay. I mean, know? even when you were in jail, girls were. Uh... Yeah. By the way, oh, 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 I actually had a game I wanted to play. So, because oh I googled you the other day, I was trying it. to show, and like thirty of your mugshots came up, right? Oh, that's terrible. So, can we do a game called "What Were You Thinking During the, This Mugshot"? Bro, I don't. So, so like oh, this that's one, the right? most famous one, right so, there. So that one, what's going through your head here? Uh, here we go again. Do you want to bring this up? I don't. I don't, I don't want to rehash. Bro, you're already doing it. Right, like, so you're, you're doing all the worst stuff. Like at this point, Adam, I'm just gonna like break off into my own show. No, I don't gotta. All do right. It. So what are you thinking here? Because I hear you thinking. thinking. No, listen. During this period, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All these mugshots, I was like literally like in the worst spot in my life. And you're gonna like come and rehash this whole. So you're thing. thinking like I want to die. In this no, one? no. I'm like, just thinking like. In my mind, because the problem I had was that I got into, like, this competition with the cops where I was like, fuck the police. And because I was so angry, I took everything personal. I took everything personal, and I started, like, competing with them. And there's no way to win. You can't win that. No. Yeah, there's never, no way never to win. That. Yeah, but I still made a game of it right. because that's how that's how my, my, yeah i'm competitive i'm a competitor <laughs> and when i had the other team against me i decided to keep you know the team being law enforcement it's ridiculous right. it's totally ridiculous was anyone on, on, on like your team mm. except for matt harwich yeah yeah <laughs> not, not really well right. because once you go out to like that next that other place where so you're, here you're like you're thinking like aha f you kind of all right yeah. okay and then this one all right <laughs> So, so this the, one, all right, so that, that one. That, I think that was like post, that was the post standoff. Like I had just been on a good one for a long time where I was like running from the cops for a month or two. Where, where I were you kept saying? escaping from different places, LA. I was like hiding out. Well, like, has anybody been like, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to like harbor fugitives. No, no, I, nobody knew. I was keeping that under the vest, bro. I was keeping that close to the vest. Wasn't saying anything, you know, and, and uh, it was just, uh, you know, that was like five or six all right, years so that, ago. That, all right, so this one, that, that, this one looks kind of normal. This is, I think this is... This that one, like, I couldn't believe that I got busted. Like, I was like, what the fuck? That was the cop, that was a church one with the... Uh, no, I don't, maybe. I, I was just, uh, you know, 
I appreciate you doing this, actually. <laughs> really? No, I'm serious. Yeah, because because like it reminds me of how far I've come from these yeah, crazy exactly. moments. Yeah, yeah, I look completely different. I act completely different. You know, it's like weird how you can all right. So go, next one, live through so so many lifetimes. Now that one, this one, you look more like a like a model here. I do. It's yeah. Sort of like, well, what's now? What are you thinking here? I did. How? How can I remember? I have no what idea. What were you thinking in this exact time 15 I, I was years thinking, ago? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, How come you always had the, the, the okay, this one, that now that hey, you look old, like you aged here. This look is like Randy Couture. Randy Couture, <laughs> eight week meth binge. <laughs> nah. How can you always oh, have bro, one eye? This, this is such a bummer. <laughs> this is such a bummer, bro. Why, why are you doing this, bro? <laughs> okay, so do we, we want to stop? We can stop at any time. Now, the, the, this one, you look. This wow, like, look at that. This is sort of like gym coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very happy. handsome. Yeah, like <laughs> you should be proud of this one. Like yeah, what? Like this one, you got no, caught like. Are you gonna, I just you're just gonna keep giving me shit about. I think this is like the country club. Being a reformed criminal. Like you're banging the across the country. The club. All right, now this one. Did we go with this one already? That, that I look kind of like a white supremacist. A yeah, this bit. one. I like, like that one. American History X audition part two. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then is that it? All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank, thanks for taking me down that walk down hell road, but I, I appreciate that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. this, this, this is just what you do. No wonder you don't have any friends. <laughs> It's the only life. friend you have is, is me, Wee Dog. Yeah, just uh, my, shit my, on me. My wife. Uh, I don't even think your wife likes you. Dude, brother, she got so honest. mad at me over the weekend. About what? Well, she got mad because I said she's going away this weekend. So I said, "Could I have a party at the house to watch the Wilder fight?" Wilder, you know, I was gonna invite. Yeah. I go, "Oh, don't worry, I'll just be Mayhem, Uncle Creepy." I was naming like people. <laughs> <laughs> All your dirtbag yeah. friends. And then okay. she's like, uh, "Well, you know, I don't know." And then I go, "Oh, don't, don't worry, we'll, we'll have some Jello wrestling." Or just, like I was just like, I kept upping the ante. Like, how much, babe? How much do you think it would cost to put a, a, like a, you know, to have like, you know, strippers? I just and she so then I was like. Uh, then Russell Peters, I'm doing a spot opening for him in Brea on Saturday. Yeah. We're actually watching the fight backstage. You want to come? Right. I was going to see if you wanted to come. Cool. And Brea's near you. Um, and then, uh, so then I was like, oh, she's like, wait, what about the party? I was like, oh, I just made that up. I was just fucking with her. Like, like so, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, and like, I got approved for like an American Express black card. Yeah. Cause, uh, and uh, my wife's like, well, totally should get it. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to get this. So that is just a disaster. But I keep being like, hey, babe, so I got the black card kid in the mail. Really? I'm like, no. It's just, <laughs> just, just to be a fucking dick. It's a fucking dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, so anyway, but uh, anyway, how are you doing? Dude, I'm kind of freaked out right now, dude. Why? Because last night I caught my landlord peeping Tom on me, watching me jerk off. Really? Yeah. Wait, where were you? I was in my, like, my bedroom at my apartment complex. And how do you know he was, he was watching you jerk off? All right, so this is how it is. This is how my apartment complex is set up. It's two buildings. Each building is two stories. I'm right. on the first floor of this building, and my landlord is like a, like a husband and wife. They're on the second floor of the other building next right. to me, like yeah. parallel. So I'm in my bed just wanking my weanding. <laughs> And then I look over out my window, because my bed is right under my window, and I look in, I see him staring out the blinds, looking at me, playing with my weenie. What did you do? I just freaked out. I turned off my lights. I freaking tried oh, to Oh, your lights him. on while you were jerking off. I, I had some like romantic like LED lights around my window, so that also draws attention to my window. That didn't help at all. But I got really, really freaked out, dude. I've never had this experience before. 
You know, you'd think I'd be the peeping Tom, of not course. my freaking landlord. Yeah. So you what know? did you, was he? Now what did you do? I didn't do anything. I got kind of creeped out. I thought about investing into some like blackout paint for my windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I don't want. I I don't know. It's a very very like. How did you beat off in prison, by the way? Did you finish? No. I mean, I turned off the lights. Then I did. You know. You gotta you gotta maintain eye contact. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, dominant. Yeah, gotta show your dominance. You're kidding. Yeah. No, like. Assert your. Do you ever? Did they give you like five minutes privacy time to, to jerk off or anything? No. You just fucking look them in the eyes. Come on. Yeah. I never know whether you're kidding or not. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's where I'm coming from. <laughs> uh, you, you're not upset about the whole thing, are you? Yeah, definitely. Really? Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Oh, fuck. Are you really upset about that? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I don't give a fuck. We can take that I'm just out. kidding. No, we don't have to take shit out. Because uh -huh. I, I don't get, you know, I don't give a fuck. But it, it's funny how, like, I can never escape this. I've been, like, completely, like, a law-abiding citizen. For two for, months. For... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't escape it from I'm you. sorry, man. You can escape fuck. it. I, I, just, I don't have any friends that have your checkered background. <laughs> I'm like, going to bring you some like jail food the next time. I all right, thank cook you. you. Cook you like a spread. First of all, I always it. tell people how great you're doing. Oh, okay. Uh, when I met with Dana White, I was yeah. like, Mayhem's doing fucking great. Uh, when I met with uh, Godfrey last week, the comedian oh, yeah. Godfrey, yeah. he says he knows you. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, how's Mayhem doing? Great. He's, he's out of jail. And then, like, I, I, I should stop with the second sentence. But uh, anyway, but I'm sorry if I, if I bothered. I, I, I thought it would be a funny segment. It wasn't. <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't All right. Know. Well, if there's any, any. If it works, it works. If there's so ever a, a time shit. on the show where you. Too late. You, okay. I think it's just because they're just uh, such funny just, shots. You yeah, look so ridiculous. That's the only reason we brought it up. Yeah. Like, no. They're just so like, comical, you know. I don't know. I, I don't want you to go back to your mugshot and then it'd be my fault. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a good one for Adam. <laughs> well, just because I don't want you to like relapse or something. Nah, you know? I'm good, yeah. Because I, I do care about you a lot. You know that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Of, you are one of my best friends, <laughs> for real. Oh. Yeah. And, and, and it is honestly like, I it is very inspiring how far you've come. And, yeah. And I, and I can't believe I can't wait to like I only see the. Well, you couldn't go any, any lower, but 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 I, but I only see. Listen, I'm on a things. show that we get 400 watchers. Usually. No, I'm just saying. So, you, and six of them. We are, got five thousand the last one, and, oh, they're, wow. and they're all because of you, by the way. <laughs> Everyone's always like, "Dude, you're being so nice to Mayhem. It's so great." I'm like, "I'm helping him. He's helping me. We help each other. We're friends." Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, and I and the, it meant a lot to the kids. Uh, oh, that, that was came great. And, and like, and you know, I. Yeah, whatever, you know. I'm a, fan, I'm a fan of yours, man. I, I, if ever I go too far on the show, just let me know. You always go too far. All right, that's fine. kind of part of the appeal of the show. Is that you just don't know when to stop and you go way too far. But I like mentally prepare on the drive up here. I'm like, what is Adam gonna fuck? Is he gonna talk about how he's got so much power today? Is he is he gonna tell us? Is he is he gonna talk shit on me all? I, yeah, definitely. He's definitely gonna do these things. And I'm willingly signing up for it because we've been bros for so long. All right, good. Yeah. You did so. call me every week from jail. There was a reason. I think although yeah. I was the one to actually pay for the call. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. How, how no, many? Oh, you for that? No, no, no. How many people did you call that didn't accept it? Uh, I don't know. You know, plenty. Fuck. Yeah, plenty. That's fucked up. No, that's so, business. Dude, when someone's my friend, whether your friend. Well, but I look. I, I only had like 
three or four people's numbers, oh, and okay. you were on the short oh, list. Th- thank you, man. Yeah, you're welcome. It meant a lot. Plus, I yeah. felt kind of cool going, you have a call from the correctional facility. I know. Like, there's a little street cred. I put a little no, street that, cred in a young Jew kid, It definitely did. Then I taped him and put him on the podcast. I, I remember. Huh? <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I had you and Baroni on. No, hey, and I didn't we, we talked one time, and I had to go because there was a fucking riot in yeah. the middle of it. So I was talking, and then these Mexican dudes started stabbing each other. And I was oh like, well, I gotta go. I no, gotta but then go. Halfway through the calls, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. And like, no, like, like, listen, I'm a different person, bro. When you're in the inside, you have to, like, like I said, you, you know, you gotta assert dominance sometimes. You have to, like, be, because if you, like, show weakness, it's kind of a weird thing where you just get stomped all over. So when they were literally like, stomped like, all over? Yeah, literally. Yeah. That, and, and if everybody was, like, talking shit to me, and I don't say anything if I'm just ignoring, and they're yelling while I'm on the phone and disrespecting. If I don't say anything, then you know you lose face. You kind of like you be, you become easier to disrespect. So I had to like you know bark orders at oh guys. Oh my god! I don't. It's a, look. It's not. It, it takes a long time to rise up out of that too, because for months afterwards, I felt very like. Well, what I was worried about anxious. you also was that before your last stint, which was like a year and a half, you're doing like a month in jail or two months in jail and you told me like i'm not scared of jail like i I mean because you 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 become numb to it it's like that was the scary like the criminal justice system needs to be reformed a lot because the way that they got it is not set up to reform you in any way they got it set up so that it's just a place to lock you up and torture you a little bit and and to make you and what happens is you get these dudes coming out more hardcore and, and for me, like, I, I had the benefit of, like, therapy, and, like, I, I, I like, got out and kind of got walked through it how to recover, but most people don't. And so what happens is you just get in this, you know, this cycle, revolving door of you come out, right, the, the, the system, like, try, milks all your money away, mil- milks all your opportunity away because now you got a record. You know, you come out, it's a really big issue. Like, I think that it's, like, kind of the downfall uh, of American culture is that we lock up everybody for any reason and there's a whole prison industrial complex. It's a real fucking thing. It's not a damn conspiracy theory. It's what's wrong. It's a big part of what's wrong. And if whoever whoever tries to fix that, Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders, whoever, that's who I'm behind. Whoever tries to fix that, where we just lock everybody up and throw away the key, and then when they get out, no opportunity for well, them. According and to then the, they, all they can do is be a gangster. A lot of once Trump again. supporters say that he's done a really good job of criminal justice. Oh, they say that, but I mean, you know, I I, it's just crazy. It. Also, because everyone's like, the economy's going so great. I'm like, I walk outside, I see tents everywhere. Yeah, it's a bomb, I mean, bomb I'm city. Like, I'm like, this, oh, it's going really great if you already have money. If you're everyone's already, everyone's like, the economy's right. so great. Why are there tents? Of people, homeless people, because on every single block. Because this LA. is a democratic city. Yeah, it's, it's a sanctuary. It's happening in Republican cities too. Like what? What? Name a Republican city. I'm sure there are people in Texas that are as a state that are, that are homeless. Okay, I'm just going. What am I missing? Mm-hmm. Economy's booming, but there's homeless no. people everywhere. Well, because like, gi- giving money to poor people that's socialism. But if you give money to rich people, that's capitalism. Because they they bailed out the farmers, they bailed out the banks. That's okay. 
because those rich people need that money to keep the economy growing. They're job creators. But the poor people, they're poor and they're pieces of shit. So fuck them. That's socialism. You can't get I'm just going, money. what am I missing here? Everyone's saying how good the economy is. Because when I moved to L.A. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it wasn't like this. There were, poor, there were homeless people. But not like this. But not like this. Yeah. I mean, it's because like, they eliminated. I wrote all a the joke. Programs. I'm, I'm going to get a bear costume and go around scaring people. And th- like, like that's it's so ridiculous how fucking how many homeless people there are. And mm-hmm. and you see people. It's not like when you envision a homeless person, you're like, oh, it's an old guy with a beard who can't. It's no, it's young people, young, well-bodied people that you're just like, this guy looks like he's in better shape than I am. Yeah. Like, what's going on? But he doesn't have your power. But look, I, you know, you're right. You're absolutely right I about that. Have said that. <laughs> I mean, it was just so now. funny how solid you just said that. Like, yeah. Fucking Mike Pyle. Mike Pyle says I Mike got some Pyle power. Mike did say that. He goes, you could knock them off. You hit someone, they're getting knocked out. That's what Mike, and then I fucking. If you hit one of your middle schoolers, you'll knock them right, right. the fuck I'm, out. I'm never going <laughs> to. I'm never going to. Uh, shout out to All those right. YouTube comments. So Great. <laughs> all right. So what do you got coming up, Ween Dog? Uh, go follow me on all social media platforms at the Ween Dog. Oh, I, have a, I have a question. Yes. Why is my wife saying that your TikTok is disturbing? Oh, you know, well. <laughs> I mean, it's a very like specific taste to be a Ween Dog fan. It might not be for everybody, but well, yeah. What's go follow- going on on your TikTok? I don't know. I'm not doing anything like I might be playing with like a banana, like a stretchy banana toy that I have. But I think that's the most like you know provocative thing I've posted. I think that's it. So go follow the Ween Dog on TikTok. It's no longer Hot Chin Action. Oh, no, it's no, now the Ween Dog. I thought like you. you know Hot Chin Action is really on brand. So I also have an album that I'm working on, a hip hop lo-fi you know cool little album that I'm working on. On, you, so. You're a rapper now. Music to study. I've been a rapper for a long time. I just took a very long hiatus. You know. All right, give us give us a couple of your rhymes. Yo, I got a small dick. Smells like shit. <laughs> Perfect. MMA roasted. <laughs> fucking. Fucking. Why does your dick smell like shit? I don't know. It just came to my mind. <laughs> Sometimes I. First of all, there's no beat. I'm not like an acapella rapper. I gotta have a beat, you know. So. Oh, if it was a beat, then you'd be much yeah. better. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's nailed it. Night and day, dude. Nailed and I rap from the heart, man. You got a small dick that smells like shit. I mean, it's not all like that's true stuff that I'm rapping heart, about. Bro. Just you know, figuratively, you know. You were a rapper too at one point, Mayhem, right? Oh yeah, definitely. On Ellis Mania. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, bro! I just can't even. I can't. I can't freestyle like that. This episode, <laughs> this episode, episode should have ended long ago. That was right, like what do you got sixteen up, bars, bro. Now I'm just doing my thing, man. I'm just uh, coaching some guys, managing some guys. Nice. And I'm just keeping. I'm keeping. Now it people want to know where they could go to Mayhem Fitness. Yeah, Mayhem Fitness. Well, isn't that the name of your gym or what? Mayhem Fitness. Uh, Mayhem want Martial to... Arts. Yeah. No, I, I coach guys out of different gyms. Yeah, so. I'm just like doing. So if I live in Orange County training. and I want you to coach me, what do I do? How do I get to you? Just holler at me on the damn Facebook, Instagram, and MayhemMartialArts.com. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will be in uh, Las Vegas March second uh, to the eighth. It's the, the fight week, the Romero fight. Uh, maybe you should come. That'll be fun. If I get tickets to the fight, will you come? Uh, yeah, I'll try. That'll be yeah, awesome. That'll be cool. Are you allowed out of the state? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I will be uh, there. Uh, follow me at Adam Comedian uh, at MMA Roasted. I'm also going to be in Chattanooga, Tennessee, um, <laughs> and the second week of uh, March. And then I think I'm I'm in Michigan at the end of uh, at the end of February at the uh, One Night Stands in Michigan. And uh, yeah, so I got all that coming up. 
Um, thank you, Mayhem. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Colby Covington. Thank you, Ween Dog. Thank you. You guys are the best. Yeah, I'm Trap songs and trap dancers. Two new songs to hook them to the bottom. Dad's daughter and daughter, but I'm all right.